Shabbat Shalom, Shabbat Shalom. Hallelujah. All right. All right, all right. Shalom, 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 Israel of Yah. Uh, Shabbat Shalom, Shabbat Shalom, Shabbat Shalom. Lord to the King. Um, we greet each and every last one of you. We we'll have a wonderful, wonderful study today. Um, it's Kyle say Shabbat Shalom. Okay, we got to give you the mom, okay, because Daddy has got to uh, do a teaching here this morning, okay? All right, got to do a teaching for the saints of the Most High Yah. Say Shalom. You going to say Shalom? Okay. Come on, Mama. He's saying Shalom. He finally said it. A little late, but he said it. All right. Uh, we, we bless the name of the Most High Yah. And we say Shabbat Shalom to each and every last one of you. Um, we're going to go ahead and keep with the tradition of the Most High Yah and ask everybody to stand or say the commandments. And Elohim spake all these words, saying, I am Yahweh, your Elohim, which have bought you out of the land of Mizraim, out of the house of slavery. You don't have any mighty ones against my face. You don't make yourself a carved image or any likeness of anything as the heaven above and as earth beneath or as water under the earth. You don't bow down to them, nor serve them. For I, Yahweh, and your Elo, a, a jealous El, um, Visiting the crookedness of the fathers upon the children to the third and fourth generation of them that hate me, but showing love and commitment unto the thousand of those who love me and guard my commands. You not bring the name of Yahweh your Elohim to not for Yahweh will not leave you unpunished. Who bring his name to you not? Remember the Shabbat, set it apart. Six days shall you labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of Yahweh your Elohim. You do not do any work, you and your son, your daughter, your male servant, your female servant, your your cattle, your stranger, what is it in your gates? For in six days Yahweh made heaven and earth to see and all that in them is, and he rested the seventh day, wherefore Yah blessed the seventh day and set it apart. Respect your father and your mother, so your days may be prolonged up on the soil which Yahweh your Elohim giveth you. You do not murder, you do not commit adultery, you do not steal, you do not bear false witness against your neighbor, you do not cover your neighbor's house, you do not cover your neighbor's wife, nor his male servant, nor his female servants nor his ox, nor his donkey, or whatsoever belong unto your neighbors. And with that, we say all praises oh, to the Most High Yah. All praises to the Most High Yah. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, Bless. we do ask your blessings upon this word here today. Grant us utterance, the speech, and the ability to be able to utter your word by the power of the Holy Spirit. And let this truth sink down into the ears, the ears of those who you have granted and ordained to eternal life. The ability to hear this truth, partake of it, and be perfected in his life. For this, we give you glory for all things in Yahshua's magnificent name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. We here. We here. We, we here. Okay. I hope everybody's doing well and everybody's fine. Let me uh, uh cut this on right here. Hallelujah. Put this up here. Shabbat Shalom. To the Israel of Yah. Uh, 
I'm here, joined with the family, and of course, Teacher Shane. We got a nice little study um, that we're going to bring forth here today, um, and, and you're going to need undivided attention. But if you have pens, if you have your scriptures with you, uh oh, we can't we can't do without that now. Hold on, hold on. And you have your scriptures with you. We would ask that you would get your scriptures because we're gonna um, we're gonna pull. I tell you what, teach. Go ahead and get Romans chapter seven first. Um, and start at verse 1. And we're going to start off right there. Uh, and we're going to go into a Torah portion of this Shabbat. Uh, we're snowed in up here straightway. And all is well in the land of living. And we are extremely happy that the Most High Yah gave us the wisdom, the knowledge, and the know-how to have wood stoves in the homes. Mm -hmm. Woo, boy, they're a blessing. All right. All right, all right, all right, all right. Well, if they go ahead and read Romans 7, verse 1 and 2, teacher, I want everybody to listen real close, okay? This is where we're coming from. <coughs> or do you not know, brothers, for I speak to those knowing the Torah, that the Torah rules over a man as long as he lives? Did you hear that? So the law rules over a man as long as he liveth, all right? So I speak to them that knoweth the law. We're reading. We're going to re, be reading a lot today from the scriptures version. Okay, um, we're going to leave. Um, uh, as you can see, we're, we're, as we go on, uh, we're kind of somewhat divorcing ourselves from the um, um, pensmanship of the King James version of the scriptures. Um, but we still use it, okay, for clarity, because there's a lot of people that uh, has been raised in English culture that don't quite comprehend. But today. We're going to be speaking to them that know the law. Come on. For the married woman has been bound by the Torah to the living husband. Mm-hmm. But if the husband dies, she is released from Torah concerning her husband. All right. So we understand that we're going to be coming from the law here this morning. Shabbat Shalom, Shabbat Shalom, Israel. Um... I want to say something um, because we're going to have a very, it's not focusing, there we go. We're going to have a very serious study of the scriptures here this morning, an extremely serious study. And I want all of Israel to know, um, you, you know this, this disdain that the Gentiles have for us. Um, you know this disdain. Uh, the way family members, uh, former colleagues, former associates, former friends, uh, neighbors, um, acquaintances, how at one time they used to be um, part of us in our lives. Now they have this thing for us. They hate us. Yes. Um, and, and they have this, you know, you, you know, when you go into a room and you smell something funky. You smell something that's contrary, it gives off an aroma. And that aroma um, causes people's face to contort. But also, you have to understand, when the people are in the world and all they're used to is a cesspool of filth, yes. 
and funk, a life of sin, iniquity, transgression. Um, after you've been around that stink for so long, you don't smell it no more. We've been in Christianity and we didn't realize how stinky it was when we were in it. Because we was smelling the same aroma that they were. Now all of a sudden, we have become a sweet smelling aroma because of him. Because he's a sweet savior. And now we give off an aroma there's something that is foreign to the unconverted. It's foreign to the people who are used to smelling filth mm -hmm. and, and, and uh, you know, just a bad, disagreeable smell. Yes. So now, anytime a, a sweet aroma comes in and you're used to smelling filth, all of a sudden, their face, when you comes around, starts contorting because, see, you are the light of the world now. Mm -hmm. and, and we're going, you know... See, we carry, as Israel, we carry a certain aroma about ourselves. Uh, and the world don't like that aroma. True. That aroma came on us when he came into us. Hallelujah. Did y'all hear that? Because remember, he says, if the world hate you, mm -hmm. you remember that it hated me before it hated you. Then the book says, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So now he is in us mm -hmm. and he is resonating out of us. Amen. And you remember, Israel, you are the salt of the earth. Amen. We are the people that give it flavor. So anytime people taste salt, what do they do if they get too much of it? Huh? They, their face contorts a little bit, doesn't it? So we are a, a, a wonderful smell. And we are the ones that add flavor to this earth yes. because of him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, so we are of the aroma of Messiah. And we got proof text for that. We'll go to 2 Corinthians chapter 2. <coughs> and we're going to read. I let my water run somewhere. Can you hand it to me? Thank you. We'll go to 2 Corinthians chapter 2. Thank you, my brother. And we're going to read. Verse 14 through verse 17, and we're going to come from the King James Version in this to start off, and then we'll, we'll let you know when we're changing up. Go ahead, teach. Now thanks be unto Yah. So thanks be unto Yah. Which always causes us to triumph in Messiah. See what? See what Yah always does? Causes us to overcome. Causes us to get the victory. Causes us... Um, to always win in Messiah. Read. And makes manifest the savor of his knowledge by us in every place. You hear that? Every place we go, because we're in him, he makes manifest the savior Amen. and the knowledge of him. Amen. In every place we go. Yes. All because of him. Read. For we. We are what? We are unto Yah. We are, what are we unto Yah? A sweet savor of Messiah. Y'all hear that? We now, because we're in him, are a sweet savior. Unto him, savior unto him. That means, man, that smells good. That yeah. smells good. It's kind of like, you know, when the Most High Yah, he, he, whenever that aroma will come up from the sacrifices. Yeah. 
You know, he would love it. Whenever our prayers go up, he, he loves the smell of it. So the Most High Yah, he loves the fact that we love him. He loves the fact yes. that we are part of him. He loves the fact that we have we are living sacrifice. Yes. And in time you're sacrificed, you put off a smell. You put off an aroma. And our sweet smell comes because of the greater one that is in us. Read. In them that are saved. Now, not only would it through him, but we are also a sweet savior of Christ in them that are delivered, in them that are saved, in them who have ceased from living in sins, people who are with us. Yes. Come on. And in them that perish. But we also a sweet savior unto them that perish too, the unregenerated, uh, the sinner, uh, the people who refuse to acknowledge him. Huh? Think about that now. So we're a sweet savior to all, all sides. Is that right? I mean. Read on. To the one, we are the savior of death unto death. You hear that? To the one, we are a savior of what? Death unto death. death. Come on. And to the other, we're what? The savior of life unto life. So those who are living in death, those who are living in sin and transgression, those who are unconverted, those who are religiously defiled by Christianity... We are a sweet-smelling smelling Savior unto death, to death unto them, but unto the people that are alive from life to life, those who receive us. Are you following? Either way it goes, the book says we smell good. Uh, we smell good. Yes. Come on. And who is sufficient for these <laughs> things? For we are not as many which corrupt the word of Yah. Y'all hear that? We're not the ones that's corrupting the word of Yah. Come on. But as of sincerity, but as of Yah. In the sight of Yah speak we in Messiah. Hallelujah. So, those watching a Roman victory parade, mm -hmm. all right, would interpret incense a little bit different, mm -hmm. depending on whether they saw it as victory or defeat. In the same way, the aroma of Messiah influences smells of death to those that are headed for eternal death in unbelief. And smells of life to those being saved by forgiveness of sin through the faith of Messiah. Yeah. Can you say hallelujah? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, also, we're going to go to Zechariah chapter 8. Verse 23, reading from the King James Version right here. I want y'all to listen very closely right here, okay? These are the times that now we find ourselves in. Yes. Come on. Thus says the Master of Hosts. See, and most of you don't even realize that when you came over here to Straightway, you had no idea that you are fulfilling the Scripture. This prophecy right here. What does it say? Come on. In those days. Mm -hmm. It shall come to pass. That what? That ten men shall take hold out of all languages of the nations, even shall take hold of the skirt of him that is a Yehudim. Y'all hear that? You didn't realize that when you come from here, because you know straightway is diverse mm -hmm. of all nations. Amen. You know what I mean? Now, we don't have every nation on the face of planet Earth, but we got a lot of them. All right? 
And when you came over here, you grabbed a hold of the skirt of Pastor Dow, or Yehudi, saying, look at this, read. We will go with you. We're going to go with you. For we have heard that Yah is We have with heard you. that Yah is with you. And so this is Yah's doing, and it's marvelous in all our eyes and all praises to the Most High God. See, you didn't even realize you were fulfilling scripture when you came over here to start listening to this Yehudi. Amen. All right. So. We're gonna have to. We're going. We're going to the law here in this teaching. This this um, this morning this teaching, and we're going to be talking about various laws that has to do with sexual impurities and the way that we should be thinking. Mm -hmm. um, I was going to go and start dealing with the sin aspect and and what type of rewards that we get for sinning. People, you may not call it a reward, but the book does. Yes. A reward. But we're going to talk about things to, to get some good clarity so that we are all on one accord. Can you get Philippians 2 2 real quick? Philippians 2 2. Hope everybody's doing well. Hope everybody's doing well. Ain't nothing wrong with y'all saying hallelujah, glory, amen, praise y'all in the chat or nothing like that. At least we know that you're proactive. Read when you have a teacher. Make my joy complete. Make his joy complete. By being of the same mind. By being of the what? Same mind. So the only way that we can be of the same mind is if we have his mind. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Read on. Having the same love. Having the same what? Love. Come on. One in being and of purpose. Y'all hear that? That's that's how we're going to have to do things the most, from, uh, the glory or to the glory of the most high God. Now, father's wife, father's wife, in this generation, we've been so Christianized and we have learned so much of the ways of the heathen. We've relaxed our laws, our culture, and it's been a curse to us ever since. Matter of fact, some of us, we perform so much in a cursed mindset. <coughs> And a cursed way that the residue of it is still on us. True. And the only way it can be washed off is by the blood. And thank all of y'all who are giving offerings this Sabbath too as well. Um, in this behavior, if we don't get this right, we'll end up cursing our children and our children's children. Yes. Whether you know it or not, whether you comprehend it or not, whether you understand it or not. Whatever you do in life is going to pass down to the children. Yes. It's going to pass down to the children. And um, I tell you what, before we go greatly into that, deeply into that, <coughs> let me um, let me get a passage of scripture right here to show you something about Father Abraham. Now, I want everybody to understand something. You know, whenever we speak about the patriarchs, we speak about our forefathers and the patriarchs with the utmost honor and respect. Yes. We we dare not point a finger at, at them and act like that that we've arrived and we have never sinned or commit any iniquity. I mean. Um their faith is already sealed. Yes. Uh, Abraham is written in the faith book. I mean. His, his name he, he he's he's a great man of Yah. Uh, the father of the faith and a friend of the Most High God. Yes. So when we bring out 
some of the things, or like the books brings out some of the things that uh, Abraham was just not quite as strong in. We're doing this because of the glory of Yah. Yes. Not that we are better than anyone. But we use uh, this, and it's written in this book for our learning. Amen. Is that right? Everything that's written is written for our learning uh, so that we can end up being perfected as we go along in this journey right here. Um, most people don't comprehend um, some of the things that have gone on in this life. And they really truly don't understand um, that if we, let me give an example. If we practice lying, chances are our descendants is going to end up doing the very same thing. Is that right? True. And I'll give you an example right here. Okay. Over in Genesis chapter 12. All right. And we'll start at verse 10. Your sins, if I want to put emphasis on anything today, right now, your sins will transfer to your descendants. I want y'all to hear me again. Your sins will transfer to your defend, your descendants. And in this, we can see that the Most High Yah had to intervene in order to rescue his friend. Now, the Most High Yah ain't going to intervene in rescuing us because we've got all this instruction in front of us. Yes. We don't have no excuse. Amen. Is everybody getting me what I'm saying? Is everybody getting what I'm saying? Y'all get it? All right. So, the lie of Abraham and how it turned Isaac into a liar as well. And of the same thing. So, let's, let's get this. The sins of the father will come upon you. So, you as fathers, you as patriarchs, you have to make sure in this life that you're walking circumspectly and not as a fool. You must do that. All right? You must make sure. That you don't practice sin, live in sin, Amen. because how in the world are you going to tell your children not to do something that you have been a partaker of your own self? True. And don't get me wrong. Don't, don't get into this mindset where I repented. Mm -hmm. So I ain't got to worry about that. David repented too. Mm -hmm. But the Most High didn't take the sword from his house. No. Yeah, I said David repented. Y'all put away his iniquity. Yes. Yes, he did. He, he put away his transgression. Amen. But he still kept the heavy hand and thumb upon him all the days of his life. Amen. <clears throat> and that's the one thing that we need to get into our thick skulls today. Yes. That Christianity has done sold a lie to us by telling us that if we repent, oh, you're washed, you're covered by the blood. Amen. But they don't ever tell you that there's a payment coming. They don't never tell you that they try to uh, think, make you think that everything is all right and then you don't have no godly sorrow that work of repentance yes. not to be repented of again. You don't have none of that. True. You, you don't have nothing that is aching at your heart. You don't have nothing. You don't even have a godly antipathy against it no more. It's just like you brushed it off uh -huh. for a moment. True. And you wiped your mouth Yes. and then you went on about your own business only later on to succumb to the same thing again because you really truly did not repent from the heart. That's why I keep telling you, a lot of you 
when you look at the way you live this life, so presumptuous, so stubborn, so wicked and stout-hearted, one that hates reproof and rebukes, hates corrections, but you don't mind correcting nobody, but you hate it. And in that you become very presumptuous, self-willed, and you end up setting the stage for others to fall because of the way you are. We're also going to address that type of spirit too, because later on in the study, we're going to get to the part where it talks about there are certain things that people do that they refuse to change about themselves. Yes. And our only recourse is we have to put you away from us so that we put the evil away from us. Yes. True. I mean, True. we just, you're not going to find this out reading the Barik Hadashah, the New Testament. You're going to find this out by knowing the law. Yes. Don't y'all hear me again. There are certain things that people do that if they can't stop, we've got to put them, we've got to put the evil away from us. Yes. Because if we don't, then we'll be partakers in that evil and sin. True. And the Most High Yah is going to withdraw his presence from us. Amen. Somebody has got to defend the honor of the Most High Yah yes. on this earth. Yes. Because Yah will have his people. That's what he said. Yah will have his people. <coughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to the King. Glory. So, Genesis 12.10, and this is when Abraham and him was dealing with a famine in the land, and they had to go into Mizraim. Is that right? right. Let's read, teach, and we're going to read all the way to verse uh, 20. Read on. And there was a famine in the land. There was a, a what in the land? A famine in the land. Come on. And Abram went down into Egypt to sojourn there. Uh-huh. For the famine was grievous in the land. Read on. And it came to pass, when he was come near to enter into Egypt, uh -huh. that he said unto Sarai, his wife, Behold now, I know you are a fair woman to look upon. In other words, I know that you are a very beautiful woman to look upon. Mind you, where's Abraham at? He's going in Egypt. To Egypt. All right. Look what his thoughts were already in front of him. And look what his projected fears were. And not only that, he even knew how the Mizraims, the Mizrites, mm -hmm. would respond when they saw Sarah's beauty. Mm -hmm. Come on. Therefore it shall come to pass. What's going to happen? When the Egyptians shall see you, uh -huh. that they shall say, this is his wife. You hear that? And, and they will kill me. They will save you alive. See, he knew that these nations didn't have no honor. Whatever they want, they took it. That was the order of the day. Read on. Say, I pray you, you are my sister. So Abraham is telling Sarah, if they ask if you are my wife, you tell them that you are my sister. Come on. That it may be well with me. And also that I may live. That's what Abraham is saying. Come on. For your sake. And my soul shall live because of you. In other words, you're going to be the one to save me. We can't, listen, we can't help but being in this place right now because the famine is great. Yes. We can only get goods, means, 
food, provisions here. So we had to go through Egypt. Yes. But I know these people. You're a beautiful woman. Mm -hmm. And if you don't tell them that you're my sister, they're going to kill me and they're still going to take you anyway. So, so that it be well for me so that I'll be able to live. Mm -hmm. Tell them that you are my sister. Read. And it came to pass. And it came to pass. That when Abram was coming to Egypt. It came to pass when Abram was coming to Mizraim, Egypt. The Egyptians beheld the woman that she was very fair. No, you see, no, no, they had a very on there. Truly beautiful. I mean, Sarah must have been a good looker. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's one thing about the patriarch's wife. They were some good lookers. Mm -hmm. Rebecca, good fair. looker. Fair. Good looker. Mm -hmm. Huh? Rachel, good looker. Gorgeous. You hear me? Mm -hmm. Yeah, gorgeous. Stunning. Yes. And they didn't have no makeup on either. They didn't have to pile Jezebel makeup on them. They automatically was just beautiful. Yes. Read on. The princess also Pharaoh saw her and commended her before Pharaoh. Man, the first thing they did was went and told Pharaoh, um, there's this Israelite woman that's done coming to the city. And man, I'm telling you, she looking good. Now, mind you, point taken right here. The culture... Our culture from the east don't care what nation you came from. Mm -hmm. It was polygynous. The Pharaoh, you know he's got a wife mm -hmm. or wives. Yes, he does. But when he saw a beautiful woman, hey, and the people that served him, they like they're like, man, Pharaoh would like that. Mm -hmm. you hear that? Come on. And the woman was taken into Pharaoh's house. You hear that? The woman was taken into Pharaoh's house. Come on. And he entreated Abram well for her sake. Woo! Now watch this. Watch even the honor of the heathen. Unlike some of you unregenerated people out there, you sinners, you people of cancerous mindsets that don't even know how to think, that don't even know how to interpret Torah. Come on. And he had sheep. Hold on. If you listen for a little bit, you're going to hear the reason why Abraham said that she was his sister. Faith come by. Hearing. Hearing come by. Hearing. The word of Yah. Come on. And he had sheep and oxen and he asses and men servants and maid servants. Now wait a minute. You mean to tell me that without it being mentioned, Pharaoh was going to take yes. Sarah and he's also rewarding yes. Abraham with a price. Amen. For the woman. Did you hear that? A price. You have to understand, this is money yes. back then. This is Kasef. Yes. You hear that? This is Kasef. According to right rulings. Mm-hmm. What was he what did what did the Pharaoh give Abraham off the bat? Go ahead. Sheep. Sheep. Oxen. Oxen. He asses. He asses. Men servants. Men servants. Maid servants. Maid servants. And she. All for one woman? Yes. Come on. And she asses and camels. She asses and camels. Do you understand how much that that the Pharaoh just made Abraham a rich man mm -hmm. just by this one beautiful fair woman? Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. I mean, Sarah must have been, not only is she beautiful, she must have been, 
She must have been voluptuous. Because man, he was he was he was backing up the truck and loading it up. Beside himself. Come on. And y'all plagued Pharaoh. Stop. That's a great price. You got that right. Watch this. And y'all did what? Plagued Pharaoh. Y'all did what? Plagued Pharaoh. Listen to me very close. And the emphasis added. Remember, Abraham's a friend of Yah. Yes. All these uh, writings of, according to antiquities. They're living this thing out. Yes. The faith from the very beginning. Amen. Their lives is a is a is a picture for us to be able to look into. Yes. And so it's written about for our admonition and our learning. Yes. So yes, mind you, the most high Yah plagued Pharaoh for Abraham his friend, but he ain't gonna do that for you. Because he's already given you instructions. If she's your wife, stand on that. Mm -hmm. See, because right now, Abraham is just presuming that, they, that these Egyptians would kill him. Because they're one of another nation. They, they don't have the same laws that we got. I mean. They don't have the same rules and guidelines that we have. They just simply don't. And other nations don't walk in the fear of Yah like we do. But to assume that someone is going to do this or that or this, you know, you know what I mean? Like my Ishias. Yes. Everywhere we go, that's my Ishias. Yes. In your vernacular, your term, you call it wife. You know what I mean? I don't care whether they like it or not. You get it? I mean. I'm not going to sit up there and diminish them or yes. be ashamed. Yes. Because this culture has no comprehension of understanding that the book is an Eastern book. Mm -hmm. It's a patriarchal book. Yes. Written by the man. Yes. Yah himself. Yes. Through the penmanship of his holy prophets. Yes. They don't get it. It makes no difference. It's totally irrelevant if they don't get it. Amen. We are the ones that is the teachers to the nations. Yes. Let's read on here for some more understanding. Come on. And Yah plagued Pharaoh and his house. With great plagues. Well, how many plagues? Great plagues. What kind of plagues? Great, great plagues. Because of what? Because of Sarai, Abram's wife. Sarai, Abraham's what? Wife. Wife. Come on. And Pharaoh called Abram and said, What is this that you have done unto me? Stop for a second. Notice, even the heathen back then realized when calamity mm -hmm. came up on their their, their place, their home. They knew it had to be an act of a power. Mm -hmm. He would never call it the Almighty because, you know, the, the Egyptians had a God for everything. Mm -hmm. But anytime something went wrong, they their interpretation was, all right, I done done something. Mm -hmm. I done done something to cause all this on me. I done done something to cause all this on me and, and all of a sudden, all this calamity has come upon me. And so I'm going straight. Because everything was going fine until I decided to take this woman right here. Look how y'all intervened. Watch this. <coughs> Why did you not tell me that she was your wife? Isn't that amazing? He automatically knew that she was Abraham's wife. Come on. Why said you she is my sister? 
See that? In other words, why'd you just tell me she your sister? Read. So I might have taken her to me to wife. Now therefore behold your wife. Here, take, take, her. take your wife. In other words, I don't want all this calamity and all this mess coming up on me because I done transgressed by taking your wife. Read. Take her and go your way. And Pharaoh commanded his men concerning him, and they sent him away and his wife and all that he had. You hear that? Sent them out. All right? So whatever happened to discernment in our life, Whenever something is wrong, surely we can tell when sin comes in. Yes. It's usually associated with something going wrong in our lives. And so the Most High Yah intervened for Abraham yes. because he lied to Pharaoh. Mm -hmm. You don't hear the Most High Yah rebuking Abraham or any of this. But I'm telling you right now, Abraham... Is not going to get by with this, though. True. Don't y'all listen very closely. He is not getting by with this. We're going to go to Bereshit. Chapter 20, verse 1. Read. Thank y'all again for your offerings and your letter support. And Abraham journeyed from thence toward the south country. Come on. And dwelled between Kadesh and Shur and sojourned in Gerar. Mm-hmm. And Abraham said of Sarah's wife, she is my sister. Yep. And Abimelech, king of Gerar. Said, now, Abimelech, it was a title of the king of Gerar because when we get to Isaac, we're going to see that he's dealing with somebody named Abimelech too. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't the same Abimelech because we're dealing with two different time frames. Want to bring clarity before we go on, read. And Abimelech, king of Gerar, sat and took <coughs> Sarah. But Yah came to Abimelech in a dream by night. So here again, they're going into another country, and Abimelech, first thing he did was took Sarah. Mm -hmm. Isn't that right? That's right. And But Yah came to Abimelech in a dream by night, and what did he say? Said to him, Behold, you are but a dead man. You are but a dead man. Now I want to say something to y'all. The heathen, people of other nations, even though they may not acknowledge Yah and his laws, statutes, and commandments, they know when he's speaking to him. How in the world did that king knew that there was the fourth one like unto the son of man that was there in the fiery furnace? How did he know there was a son of man? A pagan king. A heathen king. Mm -hmm. He knew that the creator of the universe was dealing with him just like this king over here knew that the Mosai Yah was dealing with him. And mind you, again, the Most High Yah is intervening for Abraham, his friend. Come yes. on. Behold, you are but a dead man. For the woman which you have taken, for she is a man's wife. She is a man's what? Wife. So the Most High Yah is serious about this wife stuff. Come on. But Abimelech had not come near her. Abimelech didn't even touch her. Come on. And he said, Master, will you slay also a righteous nation? Said, he not unto me, she is my sister. Now, in other words, he, they're having a dialogue in this dream right here. And I said, now wait a minute now. Are you going to slay us? We're being righteous in this. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that that is his wife. He told me it's her sister. That's the second time, is it not? Mm -hmm. Is that not the second time? Uh -huh. 
Come on, ain't nothing wrong with y'all saying hallelujah. Amen. Huh? Ain't that the truth? That's true. Read on. And she, even she herself said, he is my brother. See, even she said it. Why? Because Abraham told Sarah to lie for him. We're seeing one of the weaknesses of Abraham at this time was fear. Yes. Fear. Is that right? That's right. Nothing but fear. Come on. In the integrity of my heart and <coughs> in the sea of my hands have, have I done this. See, he was saying, listen. Now, mind you, this man's a king. And in case you didn't get it, kings had more than one wife then. And he was getting ready to take on another with Sarah. Again, this is a good-looking woman. Come on. And Yah said unto him in a dream. So what did Yah say? Yeah. I know that you did this in the integrity of your heart. You hear that? I know that you did this in the integrity of your heart. But look what he says. Come on. For I also withheld <coughs> you. From sinning against me. Did you hear that? The most high y'all, I'm the one that stayed you from sinning against me. I'm the one that put a stop to you. But come on. Therefore, suffered I you not to touch her. You hear that? Come on. Now therefore, restore the man his wife, for he is a prophet. He's and a what? He is a prophet. Come on. And he shall pray for you. So remember, the most high y'all stopped. Abimelech, I mean, stop this king Abimelech from sinning against him. You hear that? Stopped him from sinning against the Most High Yah. Read on. And you shall live. He told him himself that Abraham was a prophet. Come on. And if you restore her not, know you that you shall surely die. You hear that? If you don't I know we have this dialogue, but notice the Most High Yah. We we're not bargaining here. You better restore. If you don't, you, I'm gonna kill you. That's basically what y'all are saying. Come on. You and all that are yours. Therefore, Abimelech rose early in the morning. Come on. Called his servants. Uh huh. Told all these things in their ears, and the men were so afraid. Come on. Then Abimelech called Abraham and said unto him, Look what he said. What have you done unto us? What have you done to us? And what have I and where and what have I offended you? What, where did I offend you? Don't you sound like Pharaoh? Come on. That you have brought on me and on my kingdom a great sin? You have done deeds unto me that ought not to be done. Come on. And Abimelech said unto Abraham, What saw you? That, that you have done this thing. And Abraham said, because I thought, surely the fear of Yah is not in this place. Abraham said it one again. Surely, the reason why I, I said it, because I didn't, I ain't, I ain't no fear of Yah in this place. Y'all people ain't got no laws, no rules, no guidelines. Come on. And they will slay me for my wife's sake. And yet indeed she is my sister. Yeah, indeed she is my sister. Come on. She is the daughter of my father. But see, come on now. We're playing semantics now. You understand what I mean? Yeah, she's the daughter of my father. You know, back then, she's the daughter of my father. But not from the same mother. Come on. But not the daughter of my mother. Come on. And she became my wife. You hear that? So. 
Keep going. And it came to pass, when Yah caused me to wander from my father's house, mm -hmm. that I said unto her, <coughs> This is thy kindness which you shall show unto me at every place whither we shall come. Say of me, he is my brother. And Abimelech took sheep and oxen and men servants and women servants and gave them unto Abraham. You know, I want y'all, I want to say something right here. Listen. Now, the things that we do have on our side is when the Most High Yah says, touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. The Most High Yah will judge. He will judge people who rise up against us. But he's not going to sit up there and judge these nations whenever we're not living righteous before him and we start living just like these heathens. Amen. Emphasis added. Amen. All right, let's get back to the account. Come on. And restored him, Sarah, his wife. And Abimelech said, Behold, my land is before you. Dwell where it pleases you. And unto Sarah he said, Behold, I have given your brother a thousand pieces of silver. Behold, he is to thee a covering of the eyes, and to all that are with you, and with all other. Thus she was reproved. You hear that? Come on. So Abraham prayed unto Yah. And Yah healed Abimelech and his wife and his maidservants, and they bare children. For Yah had fast closed up the wombs of the house of Abimelech because of Sarah. Do you hear that? Is that not judgment? judgment. Come on. Because of Sarah, Abraham's wife. You hear that something? So, one thing to take note of is this, in our country, and from our history, our people practice polygyny, whether you like it, comprehend, understand it or not. I mean. That was the norm. Yes. This this Greco-Roman Gentile monogamy was not the norm. I, I, I want to make sure I put emphasis on that, because your Christian pastors and teachers and stuff, they try to make sin or try to call something sin that the scriptures don't call sin. Yes. It's this wicked culture. Now, we're going to show you what happens when you as a father, and then also you teach your wife to lie, like some of you have done, and we know you have. Some of you are out there sinning, and you putting, we call it gag orders on your wives, teaching them to lie to other people. And then you wonder why you're going to be under a curse and curse with a curse. And these same weaknesses that you succumb to, you're going to pass them on to your sons. You see the reason why we got to talk about stuff like this? Yes. <coughs> we have to talk about stuff like this. Amen. Can y'all have Nelly to make me some of that tea, please? We have to talk about stuff like this because if we don't talk about stuff like this, some of you people are going to continue to keep perpetuating curses upon your family. Yes. And... I, we got wind of it. You know, that little bird. Oh, yeah. You know, that, that thing that comes to speak in the ear whisper, the Holy Spirit. And he ain't a bird either. No. I'm just using that as an analogy. Yeah. You men go out there living in sin, living a life of sin. Yes. Because of fear. Fear comes up on you because you don't want nobody to know. Mm. Just like Abraham did. And you putting gag orders up on them about things that you're doing. 
and you wonder why you're cursed with a curse. True. Somebody say amen. Amen. Now this word is just trying to help deliver y'all. Yes. Don't give me this feeling bad crap. I'm just, we're trying to help deliver your soul. Yes. So you can stop this foolishness that you've learned from the Gentiles. Because Christianity and these wicked Christians are not going to preach to you. They're going to teach you. And they damn so don't love you enough to tell you the truth like this pastor does. Amen. We're trying to make sure we keep the curses off our generations. Yes. What kind of fools would we be? To set up and keep living the same way, then perpetuating these same curses and these spirits that we end up putting up on our children, and all they do is continue to keep renewing generation after generation after generation after generation. Yes. Are y'all hearing me? Come on. Are y'all hearing me? So when we get finished today, ain't nobody gonna say, Well, I didn't know. I dare you come up in our face and say you didn't know. And we're trying to help save some of you sisters too. Y'all hear me? <clears throat> now, we're going to see what happened with the behavior of Yisak. Huh? We're going to see what happened with the behavior. Because after all, I mean, Isaac didn't know all this going on. No. Huh? Isaac wasn't even born yet. No. Ooh. Look at y'all. Come on. Let's go to Better Sheep. Chapter 26. And let's read all the way down to verse 11. Now Isaac comes and let's see what happens. Come on. And there was a famine in the land. Mm -hmm. Beside the first famine. Beside the first famine. Come on. That was in the days of Abraham. Y'all hearing this? Now, you see, they went all the way back to when Abraham was in Mizraim. Because mm -hmm. he fled to Mizraim. And he sojourned in Mizraim because of the famine. Right? Mm -hmm. So now, we're in a different time frame. Read. And Isaac went unto Abimelech, king of the Philistines, unto Gerar. Mm -hmm. Are we in Genesis 26, verse 6? Starting at verse 6? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. And Isaac dwelt in Gerar. Uh-huh. And the men of the place asked him of his wife. No, that, that, there's what? There's Rebecca. Mm -hmm. You know she's a looker stunning. Mm -hmm. Gorgeous. Beautiful. Fair. Think about this. Uh -huh. You go around these pagans and these heathens, first thing that they see is the beauty of your wife. They look, whoo-wee. Mm -hmm. Huh? They know what it means to be fruitful and multiply. Come on. And he said, she is my sister. Well, I be damned. I be damned. What did I just got finished doing? Mm -hmm. Same did he not thing. just get finished doing the same thing that his father Abraham did? Did he not just get finished doing it? Yes, he did. Sins of the fathers, mm -hmm. generational curses, Amen. behavior patterns, Amen. passed down, giving place to spirits. Oh, but they ain't going to be you, though, because you're smart. You're modern. You got iPhones and cell phones and computers and education. 
Man, we better not play y'all as no fool. Come on. We better stop playing y'all as a fool. Read. For he feared to say, she is my wife. Is that not the same behavior that Abraham had? Mm-hmm. Is that not the same behavior that Abraham had? Uh, we, we don't have nothing in the accounts that Abraham repented of that. I read it. I can't find it. See? Fathers, men of Israel, things you say, things you do, gag orders you put on your Isaiahs, it's going to go to your children's children. If you don't stop this foolishness right now, Read on. <laughs> or he feared to say, she is my wife. Lest said he, the men of, of the pile place should kill me for a Does that not sound just like Abraham? Does that not just sound like the same behavior Abraham? Like father? Like son? Like son? Like father? Mm-hmm. Read. Because she was fair to look upon. <clears throat> and it came to pass. When he had been there a long time, that Abimelech, king of the Philistines, looked out a window and saw, and behold, Isaac was sporting with Rebekah, his sporting. wife. Sporting. You know what I mean? That's when you, you know, when, when you're out and, um, you know, when you're, when you're married, you behave different. When you are, watch this, you ain't got to be married. When, when you're familiar mm-hmm. with a woman, y'all intimacy, your character, your behavior, the way you carry yourself, it's just something a little bit different and it lets everybody know. A little different aroma. Yeah, that's a little bit different aroma. <laughs> everybody lets everybody know that 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 this is my woman uh-huh. and she belongs to me. Uh-huh. And so Abimelech looked out and saw, oh man, look at him. Man, he out there sporting with her. What the? Let's see, let's see what this action was. Come on. And Abimelech called Isaac and said. What did Abimelech do? Behold of a surety, she is thy wife. Of a surety, she is your what? She is your wife. I saw it. Come on. And how said you, she is my sister? Uh, y'all don't see it. Tell me you don't see it. Tell me you don't see it. And you think you, you and, and today, you think you're different than these people? Come on. And Isaac said unto him, what did he say? Because I said, lest I die for her. The same fear. Same fear that Abraham had. Is it not true? Mm-hmm. Thank you. Okay. Same fear. Is it not the same fear? I mean. Is it not almost to the T? Yes. The same attitude. Is it not the same? I mean, it is. Come on. And Abimelech said, what is this that thou hast done unto us? One of, one of the people might lightly have lain with their, your wife, and you should have brought guiltiness upon us. Now watch this. This is a heathen nation talking like this. Some of you, I'm trying my best to re- refrain from what you call profanity. Mm-hmm. You turning around here unlawfully sporting with these sisters mm. and trying to bring a curse on Israel. You see, I see different and I think different than, than, than a, a hell of a lot of, all, a lot of y'all. I mean. 
when stuff starts happening in the ministry, and I, I, I watch for things. You got to have natural eyes and you got to have spiritual eyes. Definitely. When I start seeing stuff, I'll be like, yeah. all right, now what kind of damn sin is going on? Yes. Who in the hell is trying to bring a curse upon? Who has brought a curse I mean, upon us? Come on. Because we're a nation. Yes. We're supposed to be a holy nation, a royal priesthood. And so when I start seeing some, all this stuff, I'm like, now wait a minute. Somebody, see that's the reason why I keep telling you, me, you don't know how to interpret life. You ain't live long enough to interpret life. Come on, very good word. Truth. Some of you are old and foolish and still can't interpret life. You ain't learned nothing from it. So when you go out here and you claim to be part of straightway and you start doing all this behind backdoor sin, iniquity, and transgression, and then all of a sudden I start seeing the most high y'all putting sicknesses over here. Yes. I start seeing uh People start losing jobs, favor, falling out of favor of y'all. Mm -hmm. I start seeing um, all these long standing sickness. Start seeing people getting rushed to the hospital, and and I start seeing all this crazy junk, car wrecks, out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. True. People getting injured and hurt and carrying on. I'm like, what the? What's going on? Yes. Who? Is sinning. Somebody damn sinning amongst us. Father, yes. I don't know. You, you, your eyes are ten times, ten thousand times brighter than mine. Yes. I Pastor Dow goes to pray. Father, you're going to, have to expose, you're going to, have to let make known some way, somehow. Yes. By the power of the Holy Spirit, please give me discernment. Help me to find out what the hell is going on. All of a sudden, out of nowhere. Yes. All of a sudden, out of nowhere. Truth. Same way that he got a hold of Pharaoh and Abimelech. Yes. He sends a word. Remember, he ain't talking to you no more in your personal dreams like that. He sends forth a word. Amen. While Moses, we don't want to hear him talking. You do the talking. He sends a pastor, sends a preacher, sends a teacher. That's what he does. Yes. Sends an elder. Sends somebody yes. to say a word. Yes. And all of a sudden, you know it's coming from Yah. Because it brings a fear y'all upon you. And all of a sudden, you thought that you got away. Just like David thought he got away with Bathsheba. Mm -hmm. You thought you got away. You thought that you was hiding. Amen. But you got a praying pastor over here. Hallelujah. Who ain't caught up and, and stuck up in the emotion of religion. I'm trying my best to keep the damn devil out of y'all's house. Ain't that what they was doing in Yezekiel's day? Amen. Yes. Most I said, you think they're putting their backs to the door of the temple and worshiping the sun as they come up? You ain't seen nothing no, yet. Yes. Go inside and look at the gods, the abominations they done put in the walls of the yes. temple. Amen. It's the dang shame we call ourselves Israel and we let you in as our people. You come before us as Yah's people. But then you ain't nothing but a servant of sin. A servant of the devil trying to bring curses upon us. True. We didn't get all this favor of y'all to get where we at today just True. so we can get one damn sinner to destroy much good. Come on. Oh, hallelujah. Y'all hear me? Hallelujah. Y'all hear me out there? See, you Word. make light of it because that's the way your mind frame and your mindset was when you was a Gentile in the world. Come on. Truth. 
Preach. Mm. But over here, we have righteous laws. Yes. We have righteous rules. Yes. We have righteous commandments. Yes. And if we can't stop you from bringing curses upon you, on us, we can get rid of your ass. Amen. You better believe it. Yes, true. <clears throat> uh, uh, oh, I can see it now. Miles on the ground. Oh, uh, oh, uh, oh. Uh. Pastor, I, I never even thought about it like that. I told you, you and many of you ain't never had one original thought. Come on. And you think I'm insulting somebody. Nope. It's my job to yes. preach. Yes, it is. Truth. See what I'm saying? I ask the most high all the time, show, show me how to uncover this mess. Show me what's going on because I'm telling Ooh, you, something's wrong. Hallelujah. Something is definitely wrong and we got to uncover this. Yes. Then he sends forth a word. Yes. Exposes what's going on. Be sure your sin is going to find you out. Amen. Ha! It will. Truth. Read on, teach. And Abimelech charged all his people, saying, What did he say? He that touches this man or his wife. You hear that? Abimelech said, He that touches this man or his wife, do what? Shall surely be put to death. Everything is death on this part right here. Everything is death. Yes. Everything is death. Remember, most high told Abimelech, You're a dead man. Mm. See, today, we can't run you through with a sword. No. Huh? No. But I sure don't know what it means to be twice dead and plucked up by the root. I know what it means to be dead in your sins and your transgressions. Yes. I know what it means to be excommunicado, excommunicated from the assembly. When you get excommunicated from Israel, you're getting excommunicated from Yah in case you hadn't figured it out yet. Yes. Yah bought you in, he can take you out. And these arrogant, prideful people think, you think it's a small thing to call yourself Israel today? You think it's a light thing? To call yourself Israel today? I mean, come on. Truth. See, I keep telling you, you see why I keep talking about that we still got the residue of this pagan, satanic, heathenistic religion and its lifestyle of Christianity yes. still on us. Yes. And we got to bring out a Brillo pad and we got to scrub hard. You better hope that the blood is, is really, see the blood, some of you say you got the blood, but blood ain't cleansing you. Ain't nothing wrong with the blood. No. Something wrong with you. Yes. This ain't no hard teaching. The way of a transgressor is hard. This is a beautiful teaching. Yes, yeah, real. It's life. This is a teaching to get you to repent. Yes. And turn from your wicked ways. This is what this teaching is. See, he, you are being, you know, invited the spirit of fear into your life. Yes. And now you, you are done turned into a lie. You're teaching your wife to lie. You're teaching your family to lie. And then all of a sudden, the favor of y'all is removed from you. You ain't prospering in any damn way at all. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. I mean, have y'all forgot the definition of evil in the Bible? Have y'all forgotten the definition of evil? Let me run it past you again. Evil means bad, disagreeable, heavy, malignant. Isn't that something? Don't you have those evil feelings and emotions when you transgress the law? Stop being so empty-minded. Yes. Wake up. I mean. What is it going to take to help try to save people's soul alive? True. Huh? Now, them chills you feel is called the anointing and the fear of Yah. And the butterflies you feeling is the Holy Spirit Come on. trying to reach you. Trying to convict. Yes. Not condemn. Convict. Mean. All right. Read on, teach. What verse was you at? 11, I think that's for sure. 11? Yes. Last one? Yes. Last oh, that was the last one. Oh, yeah, boy. Yes. Anyway, I think y'all get it, right? So we saw how Abraham. Yes. Had a certain lifestyle mm -hmm. that he was doing. Yes. And then we saw it go right into his son. Yeah, pass on. Pass right on to it. Okay. Abraham, I, I guarantee you, Abraham did not sit Isaac down and say, to his Son, this is what you do. Anytime you go into one of these heathen nations, you tell them that when you got a wife, she's your sister. Notice, whenever Abraham did something like that, the most high y'all gave him riches, but he ain't giving you riches. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, come on now. Don't get quiet on me in that chat room now. Now you can say hallelujah and amen. All right. Or ouch, or oh me, or I repent, or something. Yes. Yes. Y'all sure y'all can handle this? Because we may be here for a while today. Y'all sure y'all can handle this? Father's wife. In our culture, we need to understand something. We're not going to go over euphemisms. We're not going to go over that. Yeah. All right? We're not going to go in and try to in, in, interpret in, in, um, the way that, you know, the one problem again, I, how many times I spoke about this, Teach, is that the way you approach the scriptures means everything. Yeah. It means everything. Yeah. And you got to approach it with the right mindset. Yeah. You can't. Approach this from your public food mind that you learned from the Gentiles all the days of your life. You can't do that. You got to have respect and fear of y'all in you when you open up this word. Amen. Some of you, everything you do is casual. Everything is. Amen. Everything you do is, is nonsensical. There's no sense in it whatsoever at all. Amen. You make light of every damn thing. You don't know when to be serious. You don't know when to be sober-minded. 
And as a, as a, because of that, you're either going to cause death or destruction on people. Yes. Mm. Boy, that was hot. And I've been drinking it. Got a bunch of it that time. Mm. Some of you, it's bad. It's really, really bad. You ain't even, look, the book says train up a child in the way that they should go. When they get old, they won't depart from the faith. Who's training you? Some of you, you my age and ain't never been trained. You are my age and have never been trained. I said, you are my age and have never been trained. You are my age and the word don't even smite you. Oh, you know, I'm laying to the plumb line. Oh, yeah. We're laying to the line. Make it real. Life, life, life. Hallelujah. Boy, I tell you, man, them, um, them um, moderators in there, McKinney Mutombo, boy, they're, they're, they're blocking all the foolish people. Yeah. They're asking stupid questions. Here we go. Proverbs 17, verse 25, read, teach. A foolish son. A what kind of son? A foolish son. Read on. Is a grief <coughs> to his father. Is a what? Grief to his father. Is a grief to his father. And bitterness. And what? Bitterness to her that bear him. Say a foolish son. Is a grief to his father. Now, wait a minute. You know in this generation, sons don't even give a damn. If they're grieving to their fathers. True. They don't care. <laughs> and guess what? You're going to be slated for death. Yes. Because that's the order of things. That's the order. That is the order of things. Yes, it is. You can't sit up there and despise your father no. and then don't think you're despising Yah. Come on. Especially if he's chosen of Yah. Yes. Where do we get this mm. foolishness from? Where do we get this stupidity? I mean... And some of you people that come in here with your unsolicited questions, first order business is you need to learn how to listen. Yes. You need to learn how to shut up and listen for a minute so you can learn something. Pre-adventure, y'all could be dealing with you. Yeah, be swift to hear, slow to speak. Say it again, teach. Be swift to hear, slow to speak. Swift tell it, tell it, Elder Rufus. Elder Rufus said, we're in service. It's not time for questions. Yes. No, this is time, like teacher said, swift to hear. And slow to speak. In this case, slow to type. Mm -hmm. You don't know what we're about? Shut up for a while. Oh, I don't like the way you talk, Pastor Dow. I don't like the way you listen. Mm -hmm. Now we had a dilemma, ain't we? We had a crossroads now. Ain't we? I'm the preacher here. So if you're going to be a son today, and many of you declare that I'm your father. Have you heard him say it? Oh, yeah. Many, many, many. Pastor, many. I want you to take me under your, your wing. Yes. Pastor, you're like a father unto me. Pastor, I didn't have a father growing up, but I have one now. Yes. Come on. And and, and, and that's what you say, right? Yeah, that, yes, that's what a lot of you young men say. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes, you do. 
if I'm 55 years old and I am, and let's just say, and you are under 38 years old, I guarantee I'm old enough to be your daddy. I guarantee you I'm old enough to be your daddy. This makes sense. Yes. Could probably go on other than that. If I started early. Mm -hmm. But since you claim to be a son, read Proverbs 17 25 again. A foolish son is what? Is a grief to his father. Is a grief to his father. Now I'm asking y'all, instead of you worrying about your ass being grieved, what about you grieving the father? Because there's a pecking order and there's a chain of command. Yes. In the scriptures. Yes. Y'all the father? Yes. Y'all sure I'm a shit? Uh, yes. Father, yes. head, patriarchal man? Yes. Mother and then children? Yes. That's the order of things. That's order from the very beginning. Good. Yes. We here. Oh, yes. We here. We here. We here. And then, not only that, but then you turn around. And the joy that your father and mother had when they had you. Yes. All of a sudden, you're foolish to your father and you become bitterness to your mother. Mm -hmm. It's a shame, isn't it? Yes. Isn't it a shame? It is. It is. Deep shame. Come on, man. We tell the truth. Somebody type glory. Somebody say hallelujah. Yes. Say something. Yes. Just don't sit there with your face dropped down to the ground. Yeah, pick up the job. Because even that right in itself is sin. Now, we're going to go over here to 1 Corinthians chapter 5. We're going to start at verse 1. And we're going to speak on something here. Somebody say, well, what we've been doing? Speaking on something. We're going to speak on something again. We're going to come from the King James in this order, and then we're going to go over to the scriptures, all right? 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 1. It is actually reported. That there is sexual immorality among you. You know, I'm glad you're going to the scriptures. You're reading from the scriptures, right? Good. Yeah. And we're going to read. We're going to read down a little bit too, okay? So you may have to uh, go on in that. Yeah. After you read the first verse over from the scriptures, read verses two on from the King James, okay? So, teachers just got finished reading and said it's actually reported that there is sexual immorality among you. Now, this is the part right here I want to put emphasis on. Come on. You keep reading. And of a kind that does not occur even among pagans. Now, now wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a Now, the setting is that Paul is in Corinth, or he's writing a letter to the assembly of Corinth. And he's got something going on in the assembly a, 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 a sexual immorality, some type of perversion that the pagans don't even do. That's bad. Mm -hmm. That's bad. That is bad. We talking about Israelites. We talking about Israelites. That is bad. Yes. He said it, 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 the pagans ain't even involved in this. And what is this sexual immorality? which the King James unrighteously translated as fornication. That, that, that word fornication shouldn't even be there. True. It's a bad translation. 
Come on. A man has his father's wife. A man do what? Has his father's wife. And watch this. Watch. Here's the part that really gets me right here. This next word, this next next phrase, read. And you are proud. Isn't that something? In other words, you're so damn arrogant, you don't even repent. You think it's all right. You think that it is okay for you to be that way. Isn't that amazing? You lit, you are so, your father's wife, today you will call her your stepmother. We're going to see how righteous our law is. Huh? Let's see what Paul's judgment was in this. Read. And have not rather mourned that he that has done this deed might be taken away from among you. Now, Paul is putting a judgment on the assembly. He says, you people know what's going on. Are y'all elders listening to me? Are y'all heads of assembly listening to me? Are y'all pastors listening to me? Are y'all listening? We got a sexual impurity going on amongst us that even the pagans don't do, and they do every damn thing. Mm -hmm. Ooh, yes, that's true. But we don't cross the line. And this book is so proud and arrogant, he's doing it, everybody knows it. And then, here it is, here we are, the leaders, and we ain't even sorry for it our own sin. We don't even we don't even mourn the situation. What are y'all doing? Y'all got the philosophy like Christians do? Put blinders on. Put blinders on. You can't even well. You can't even grieve the situation. You just let it keep sporting itself and going on right in front of you. Come on. Why verily as absent? No, wait, wait, wait. He said, and 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 the sad part about it is, y'all people are so absent of what the word says in this judgment right here that you can't even perform the action and even make the to adjudicate the matter right. You can't even make the righteous judgment to put them boogers away from you. True. You know what it says? Come on. Don't say it, verse two. Don't it says? Yeah, you. That, that, that he that might have done this deed might be taken, taken away, away from among you. It don't even enter into your mind. And you leaders. You are damn leaders. Mm -hmm. How can you judge righteously if you don't know the law? Verse 3. Five early as absent in the body, but present in spirit have judged already. See, when I get weird of stuff like this and I start hearing this stuff, I, say, I ain't got to be there. I can be absent in body. I don't have to be there. But I tell you one thing I am. I'm present in spirit. I've been judged this already, and this is the judgment. Read. As though I were present concerning him that has done this deed. In the name of our Messiah. Oh. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. In other words, Paul is provoked. He's invoking the name. Of Yahshua HaMashiach. Is that right? In the name of our master, Yahshua HaMashiach, when you are gathered together in my spirit with the power of the master, Yahshua HaMashiach, verse 5, to deliver such a one unto Satan. D wait, 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 wait. Um, pray for him. Deliver 
Um, lay hands on. Deliver. Anoint them. Deliver. Um, a righteous man will fall seven times. Deliver. Um, Deliver. What? Deliver. Such a one unto Satan. D do deliver such a one unto what? Unto Satan. You mean the assembly has the power? Yes. To turn people over to Satan? Yes. I mean, after all, Paul would never say it in his speech if you did. See, that's another thing that y'all don't do. Yeah. I do it. When people cross the line with me, and some of you are very close. Very close. Extremely close. Yeah, that rep guy just died recently. Didn't on he? his video in December, yeah. What did he do? I ain't seen the video yet. I got a link to it. I ain't watched that video yet. I don't know. He was giving a warning to you. He was. Yeah, and I think now he's deceased. He was giving a warning to me. Mm -hmm. According to what the video title was. In, in when? December. He gave year. a warning to me. Yes. And now he's dead. Yeah, I think that's what you told last night, wasn't it? Yeah, something like that. He gave a warning. I know, I think he, um, I think he's the one. I think he's the one, all right? I'm not going to jump on and say that that's 100% proof positive. But if I remember, because, you know, some, there's some stuff that happened some time ago. And I think he was the one that jumped on some of these deceivers' bandwagon. Mm -hmm. Hmm? Anyway, I say all praise to the Most High, y'all. That's one thing I say. All right. Read on. In the name of our Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, when you are gathered together in my spirit. We. Paul giving directions. Everybody listening? Everybody listening? Come on. In my spirit. With the power of our <coughs> Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach. Read on. To deliver such a one unto Satan for the destruction of the flesh. Mm, mm, mm. That the spirit may be saved in the day of Messiah. See, a lot of times when you turn people over to Satan and stuff, it's, it's in order to beat them, batter them, bruise them enough to get them to a point. Yes. To where they say, you know what, I don't want this no more. I want to repent and turn from my wicked ways. But, you know, we're very apprehensive about making judgment like that because <laughs> a lot of times you don't even know, well, I don't want to put no curse on nobody. See, that's, you know what I'm talking about? Anyway, you, you see what I'm talking about, though? Fear, huh? You can't sit in the seat of judgment. You can't be the man of y'all that y'all put you in a place and position to be to sit your ass down and yeah. get out of here. I'm serious about being a defense for the message. Now, to understand the reason why Paul said all this. No, read verse 6-2, man. Read verse 6-2. I'll read it real quick. Your glory is not good. Know ye not that a little leaven do what? Leaven a whole lump. See, no, you're not. You see, some of you come in here with all this yeast-infested sin. And you expect that if you just leave it unattended, it ain't going to grow. Come on. It's going to grow. Yeah, it will. That's why you're puffed up and arrogant. Yeah. That's why you sport yourself in front of us. Proud, yeah. And that's why you can't turn from iniquity, can't turn from sin. You don't even know how to even be ashamed. You know what I mean? <laughs> so... The instruction in verse 7 is purge out therefore the old leaven that you may be a new lump for your unleavened even as the Messiah's our Passover sacrifice for us. 
Then he wrote in verse 9 says, I wrote unto you in a letter not to keep company with one who is sexually immoral. Oh, it's getting hot in here. Y'all let me know if it's getting too hot. I'll go ahead and, and go lay on the couch and rest. <laughs> Hallelujah. It is the Shabbat. It is. Rest. We're going to go to the law. Vaikla. Vaikla. 20 verse 11. That's Leviticus. 20 verses 11 through 14. Now we're going to understand, fathers, why it's important for you to know what covering means. Yes. Whew. Good. Then you're going to see the reason why that myself and Elder Rufus are so damn adamant yes. about covering. All right, teach. Let's roll. And a man who lies with the wife of his father has uncovered the nakedness of his father. Isn't that what this guy was doing over here in 1 Corinthians 5? Mm -hmm. He was laying with his father's wife. Mm -hmm. And the law says right here, and the man who lies with the wife of his father has uncovered his what? The father's naked. naked. Look, look. Anytime your father has a wife, and people ask, well, I, I, I'm gonna open up y'all understand a little bit more with this word. I can't open it, but I can give you the the words to open it, so you, to let you see what everybody else don't see. You see, if you come from a Christian perspective and point of view, and you're reading First Corinthians five, first thing come to your mind in your monogamous mindset, you'll go, "Oh, that's nasty. Why would somebody want to lay with their own mama?" Or you would assume that if it was a stepmama. That she would be an old bag, old as a daddy, mm. and nobody wouldn't want it. But what if, and I guarantee this is probably the case, Come on. that this father is probably 50 or 60 years old, yes. and his wife is probably 20-something, looking good. And mm -hmm. hey, here you are lusting after your father's wife. So you can't get this perspective in the blindness of Christianity. Because you don't know Hebrew culture. All you know is this Greco-Roman European yes. shit. Yes. You don't know. Hebrew culture. You don't know our customs, traditions. You don't. You, you can't even interpret the scripture right. Amen. Because your mind is already closed off the truth. Yes. They'll put blocks on you. This man could have had a a, 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 a wife, <coughs> a wife younger than the son. Think about that. That's true. Did y'all get that? Did y'all get that? So now we understand the reason why the scripture is speaking this way. Why it's talking this way. Because we're coming from a patriarchal perspective. Yes. Read. And a man who lies with the wife of his father has uncovered the nakedness of his father. Both of them. Both of them, meaning the wife and 
the son yeah. shall be what? Shall certainly be put to death. Put to what? Put to death. Oh, we supposed to just pat him on the back. Put to death. Um, we supposed to just pray for him. Put to death. Uh, we supposed to be feel sorry for put him. Put to death. Um, we we supposed to have mercy. Put to death. Grace and mercy. Put to death. Mercy and truth. Put to death. Surely by mercy and truth is iniquity purged. Put to death. Put them to death. See, that's why you better be thankful that we're not in in our. Yes. You, some of y'all better thank God that we still in slavery. We still in captivity. Mm. Because right. if we was in our own country, yes. there'll be a lot of we. We would have a big ass graveyard by now. Yes. It'll be a big graveyard. I I would ensure there would be a big graveyard. Yes. Did y'all hear that? Mm -hmm. Can you imagine? Here you are. Now y'all see where I'm coming from. Here you are. Let's just break this down into day. All right? Here I am, passing. I got a youngest child. Yes. Good looking youngest child. And you call yourself my son. And it's a good thing she knows what the word says. Yes. But you but you have to think about what is the condition. I'm gonna say something here. What is the condition of that wife? And what is the condition of that father that that father didn't teach that wife? And that wife would transgress her husband and be willing to sit there and have sexual impure relationships with his son. What kind of damn mindset is that? Mm -hmm. I mean, the Supreme Court of the United States of America, there's no way they can adjudicate this matter because after all, they legalized homosexuality contrary to what the law said in Leviticus. Yes. We can't depend on them. It won't be a crime punishable by death. Not in this society. You won't even go to jail for it in America. No. See what I mean? And here you are. I mean, this is just sexual impurity. What, what about if you lusting mm -hmm. in your heart? After your father's wife. I mean, it's true. You ain't supposed to do that with your brother's wife. No. But see, if we don't bring this out, yes. and we don't make it plain, if we don't make it clear, yes. are you? Are we clear? See, that's what I keep telling you. I know the constitution of some of your heart. I know the law of some of your heart. It's called satanic paganism, my will, my way. Yes. Because some of the crap that some of you brothers are doing out there, you ain't going to tell me that oh, I'm a man. I can bullshit. Over here, we got laws. Yes. So we see it, the law commands death in this one. Yes. In today's order, it will be 100% separation, just like Paul instructed them to do. Yes. You get them out. Get their ass out. And some of you are teetering on the edge of that. Read on. Their blood is upon them. Their blood is upon them. Come on. Any man who lies with his daughter-in-law. Now, isn't that something? A man lies with his daughter-in-law. So you get married to a woman that has a daughter. You get your son, let me get, your son... Has a wife, excuse me. 
and here you are, the father, and you're trying to get with your son's wife? Mm. Oh, it goes both ways. It goes both ways. What kind of sickness do you got in your mind that it would even cross your mind to want to lay with your daughter-in-law? Don't you love your son? See, this is a, this is a mess up jump. Now think about it. If it wasn't happening, Moses wouldn't have never have written his law. True. True. If it wasn't happening. True. Read on. Both of them shall certainly be put to death. Boy, the law is righteous, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Isn't the law righteous? Come on. They have made confusion. Mm. They have made what? Confusion. Confusion. That's right, Samuel. They have made confusion. Come on. Their blood is upon them. What? So we got two instances, and it both require what? Death. Death. Got something going on like this today? 100% total excommunication. Yes. Definitely. Mark them, excommunicate them. Yes. Come on. And the man who lies with a male as he lies with a woman. Oh, wow. What? You, you got to be kidding me. Let's see what the law says. Because we got a lot of this going. It's sanctioned and approved of in America. Read on. Both of them have done an abomination. They what, what did the law say? Shall certainly be put to death. Oh, give them a license to get married. Be put to death. Uh, make sure they have protected by the law of the land. Certainly put to death. Or uh, recognize them as someone an alternative lifestyle that is approved of by the government and the Supreme Court of the United States of America. Certainly be put to death. We ought to obey y'all rather than man, period. Certainly be put to death. Come on. Yes. Their blood is upon them. And a man. So, so we got three instances, yes. three different situations. Homosexuality, death. Yes. A man lying with his daughter-in-law, death. A man lying with his father's wife, death. Thy righteousness is an everlasting righteousness, and thy law is the truth. Read on. Any man who marries a woman and her mother. A man who marries a woman and her mother? Oh, now wait a minute now. Wait, 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 wait. <coughs> Come on. It is wickedness. Come on. They are burned with fire. Oh, so that so so they, they go y'all cremation. That that there's a proof text right there for Israelite cremation right there. You burn these witches with fire. And him too. Mm -hmm. That's so much an abomination, they don't even want the earth to even push up your nasty butt. Amen. They want to terminate just the blood, period. Yes. Because the life is in the blood. Yes, it is. They don't even want the blood even to hit the earth no more. They want you just burned. Amen. Come on. Well, he and they, that there be no wickedness in your midst. Are, are these saying seeking deep down in our heart? Do y'all want me to stop right now? Have y'all had enough? Have y'all had y'all feel this Sabbath? Have y'all had y'all feel this Sabbath? If y'all ain't had y'all feel, we'll keep going. But if you done had your feel and stuff, we go ahead and terminate right here because we already gave you enough to go on. Deuteronomy, Dabarim, 22, verse 30. Let's read more about father's covering. Come on. A man does not take his father's wife 
nor uncover his father's skirt. Skirt. Key word there. Yes. Skirt. Now, I know some of you got this false, stupid interpretation. I don't know where you get it from. That you thought that when, when Noah, during the days of the flood, that you thought when 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 um, Ham went in and seen um, his father's nakedness, you thought that he was seeing his father. What he did is he went in there and he was looking at his mother, uncovering his father's skirt. Mm -hmm. It ain't no shame for a man to see another man naked, no. but to see your mama or your father's wife. That is an abomination. That's why Shem yeah. and Jephthah turned around and walked in the tent backwards and covered. Yes. And how we, we're going to prove that according to what the word says and not according to your opinion. Oh, he was drunk and he saw his father's nakedness. And you use his Gentile cardinal mindset when scripture interprets scripture. And ain't nobody asked Merriam Webster for a damn thing. Come on. Read. That was it. You, you got a definition. Oh, okay. So here it is. Skirt. Wing extremely border or robe. A man shall. This is to be understood as referring to the case of a stepmother. A man in his old age may have married a young woman and on his dying, his son by another or a former wife may desire to espouse her, which is forbidden. Mm -hmm. That's like, if I die, y'all forbidden to marry my wife. If you're my son, you can't, you can't marry my wife. True. I mean. And she needs to know that. Now, if you want to marry my wife after I'm gone, and you ain't my son, then she agrees to it. She can be married to you, but she gets out of my house and she has no inheritance from me. Because that goes to Hiskiah. Mm -hmm. Don't that make sense? Yep. She, she can go on and get up under the covering of that man now. Yes. And be covered by him. Yes. Always making sense. It does. Thy righteousness is an everlasting righteousness. Yes. And thy law is the truth. Deuteronomy 27, verse 20. Cursed is he who lies with his father's wife. Oh, you got a curse upon you. You got a curse upon you. Teach, you got a curse upon you? Whoa, you got a, a curse upon you? If you lie with your father's wife? Come on. Because he has uncovered his father's bed. He uncovered his father's what? Bed. Read on. And all the people shall say, Amen. All the people shall say, Amen. Type in Amen if you agree with that. I do. Leviticus 18.8 The nakedness of your father's wife you do not uncover. Read. It is your father's nakedness. There you go. There you go. There it is. There it is. Plain Whoop. There it is. Yep. Scripture interpreting scripture. And I speak to them that know the law. Yes. <coughs> I want y'all elders and y'all need to start looking around and see who looks uncomfortable <laughs> in the assembly. Yeah, I bow them. Heads of assembly, look around and see who, who's uncomfortable. 
And people look at your elder and look at the leader to see if they're uncomfortable. <laughs> yes, Akayel, 22, 10, and 11. Let's go with it. In you have they discovered their father's nakedness. In you have they humbled her that was set apart for pollution. And one has committed abomination with his neighbor's wife. And another hath lewdly defiled his father, his daughter-in-law. Don't, don't the commandment say that you should not covet your neighbor's wife? Mm -hmm. Don't it say that? That's right. And then the other one says he is what? Another hath lewdly defiled his what? Daughter-in-law. What is this stuff, man? Here you are married to a woman who has a child by somebody else, and you want to go and lay and get your rocks off. You got a wife, but you want to lay with her daughter. And she's supposed to be your daughter-in-law. No, hold on. Let me get this right. Sorry. I keep going back to that. You got a son, son yes. that has a wife and, and you are lusting after your son's wife. What is this? What kind of condition is your mind is that you want to lay with your son's wife? And what kind of condition is she in that she's lusting after her son, her, her husband's father? This is some sick stuff. This is some sick stuff. Come on. And another in you has humbled his sister. You got to be kidding me. You mean to tell me, usually, people who have right mindsets, yeah. if they look at their sister, they don't care how beautiful they are, they're always ugly. It's a, <laughs> gross, it's a gross thing to be laying with your sister. Well, you can't even see how nobody else wants her. Mm. But even if you got a sister, there's no way in hell that you would even cross your mind that yeah. you would want to have sex with your sister. Amen. This is the shit that the pagan nations do, the Canaanites, the Moabites, Americans. Yes. The heathens, the pagans do. Who wanna do some sick stuff like that? Nasty. Come on. His father's daughter. We're going to go to Amos 2.7. Read. Who crushed the head of the poor ones in the dust of the earth, and turn aside the way of the meek. And a man and his father go in to the same girl to defile my set-apart name. You hear what the father's saying, right? Mm -hmm. Listen, the father is so strict on this that if your father is having sex with a woman, you're not supposed to be in that same hole with him. Mm -hmm. You ain't supposed to be coming behind him. Nope. Or if you have it, he ain't supposed to come behind you. Mm. That's some sick stuff, yeah. man. So we said all of this to get to this point right here. And this point is what we're going to be dealing with now? Putting away the evil from amongst us. Purging out wickedness and evil one from amongst us. Very serious business. I want everybody. I want everybody. If you got to use the bathroom or something, you do it right now. You do it right now. You got some music or something, we get them, let, give them a break because we getting ready to go into some serious stuff right here. Hmm? Be right back.
Amen. Hallelujah. How's everybody doing? Man, we lost 100 people just that fast. <laughs> Glory to the king. I got to do something, man. This camera is not focusing the way it should. It must be something in the way. Maybe the lighting. All right. Is everybody doing good? Everybody doing well? Hallelujah. You know, we can't. We only have one way that we um, teach the scriptures. It's with, it's with passion. It's with zeal. With emphasis added. You understand what I mean? We only can teach the scriptures uh, one way we uh, we're very serious about it, and I can't help. I'm a preacher. You understand what I mean? I'm just a preacher, and every time I get into this, I end up in the preaching mode. Isn't that right? That's right. Hallelujah. That's right. If um if y'all enjoying uh, this Sabbath service, I Hallelujah. Give glory to the Most High Yah. Hallelujah. Glory to the King. And this next segment right here, um, <clears throat> we really need for y'all to pay attention. We truly need it. All right? Um, because there are a lot of people that are in Israel that just simply ain't getting it. True. They're, they're not transforming. They're not changing. Uh, they're determined that they're going to remain in their obstinate, stubborn, vindictive ways. Yes. And we can't permit you to be among us if you're not going to conform to the image of his dear son. Yes. We all have to be conformed. Yes. We all do. And um, usually... When I answer people and stuff, people don't. The reason why people believe me to be so wise is because when I give answers, I usually give biblical answers. I just yes. don't say chapter and verse. Mm -hmm. I just give you biblical answers like we're talking in everyday language. Yes. And so a lot of times, if you're contending with me, you're actually contending with, with the word of Yah. And I'm sitting up here watching this show go on. Yes. You've seen this before. Oh, yes. We sit up and watch people contend with us and stuff. Like, for instance, there, there there's... There are certain ways that the Father wants us to do things. Mm -hmm. And those of us who know the word, mm -hmm. uh, we, we everybody thinks it's just people's batting opinions or there are ways back and forth. But again, the book says that man should not live by bread alone, but by every word yes. that proceed forth out of the mouth of Yah. Yes. And just because we're not going around quoting chapter and verse, the Torah wasn't written in chapter and verse. True, definitely. That's the reason why I stopped doing all this quoting of chapter and verse. You remember I used to just quote, oh, yes. I, go, I was just start quoting scripture in there. I, mean, yes. I stopped all that. I stopped all that because we need to hear more of the word. And um, so when we're sitting here watching people, they have a certain way about themselves. And of course, a man's ways is right in his own eyes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, and the only way you can be transformed and changed is by mercy and truth is iniquity purged. But when we're sitting here trying to reach you and, 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 and you still ain't getting it, then we have, we have to do just like you would do with someone who's going to surgery for cancer. Mm -hmm. you, got, you can't just cut a piece of it out. 
You got to cut it all out. All out, yes. Because you don't want that thing to, to come back. We don't even want no. cancer being no remission. We want it gone. Gone, yes. Eradicated. Yes. And so, I hope y'all are getting ready to listen with a very intentive ear and be very serious about what you're getting ready to, to hear. I know y'all don't want to keep seeing my dang rough sidewalk hands, but I keep trying to get this camera to focus. All right. So here we go. Hallelujah. All right. Over in 1 Corinthians 5, 13. We're going back to 1 Corinthians 5, verse 13 for a second or so because it's, it's, it's um, relevant to what we're getting ready to talk about. Okay? It's very relevant what we're getting ready to talk yes. about. All right. Read on. But Elohim judges those who are outside. And put away the wicked one from among you. You hear that? The world already has a judgment coming to yes. us. The, the, listen. The people that are not part of us, they are outside of us. Yes. Y'all going to judge them. But he has given us the power yes. and the right when we adjudicate certain matters. He's telling us as the assembly yes. to put these people, these wicked ones, away from among you. Yes. All right? So we're going to go over to Deuteronomy chapter 13, verse 5. And what we're going to do is now we're going to go over certain behaviors, certain things that take place to where it's non-negotiable. You can have mercy and grace and all this other stuff, but if you don't see change, you got to start making moves. Everybody get me? Everybody here? Let's rock. And that prophet or that dreamer <coughs> of dreams is put to death because he has spoken apostasy against Yahweh, your Elohim, uh -huh. who brought you out of the land of Mitzrayim and ransomed you from the house of bondage mm -hmm. to make you stray from the way which Yahweh, your Elohim, commanded you to walk. Thus, you shall purge the evil from your midst. That's the reason why we got rid of Bell Key. Yes. We got rid of Bell Key because trying to fly under the radar of perception, Amen. deceiving the hearts of the simple. You hope there'd been a time of repentance there. Yes. And he's trying to really, truly, all this stuff that you, you see that he's come out with saying that he believes, that he's always believed this. Yes. He was just fleecing the flock of Yah. And so in the fullness of time when Yah said, okay, now it's time to get it. It's time to hit it. Exposed it, bought it out. Yes. And then all those spirits that came out with it. So we had to bring this out just so that we can purge the evil from away from among yes. us, even though he wasn't really part of us. True. But we can't have association with people that's going to be out there uh, trying to stray Israelites from the way. Yes. We can't have that. Not in Israel. We can't have that. We can't have people that is, is trying to say the right terminology. They come before you as my people, but they're not my people because their heart is far from me. Yes. Like, we can't have that. So we got to expose these people just so that we can save some. I mean. 
So they're telling you that you need to follow this way, follow this way, dream of dreams, uh, uh, esoteric gods and different types of deities and stuff. Nah, man, we got to get them out. And what's the sole purpose? So we purge the evil away from the monk. We can't have no association. Amen. Can't do it. And I'm going to tell you one thing, man, in case you hadn't figured it out. I'm a man of Yah. And it don't bode well for people who come against me. I'm doing Yah's work whether yes. you, it don't make no difference whether you like it or not. I mean, I'm just trying to just give you a fair warning. You do it to your own apparel. I don't mind. Deuteronomy 17, verses 1 through 7. Here we go. You shall not sacrifice unto Yahweh, your Elohim, any bullock or sheep wherein is blemish. And this is, we coming from the King James Version on this one, okay? Come on. Or any evil favoredness, for that is an abomination unto Yahweh, your Elohim. Come on. If there be found among you. Uh-huh. Within any of your gates. Within any of your what? Your gates. Come on. Which Yahweh, your Elohim, gives you, man or woman. Man or woman. That has wrought wickedness in the sight of Yahweh, your Elohim, and transgressing his covenant. Uh-huh. And hath gone, has gone and served other mighty ones, and worshiped them, either the sun or the moon, or any of the host of heaven which I have not commanded. And it be told you, and you have heard of it, and inquired diligently, and behold, it be true, and the thing certain, that such abomination is wrought in Israel. Let's stop for a second. Listen. You live on this land, and we tell you to stop doing something. We don't have to have your understanding. Mm -hmm. You hear it? And, and, and to us, it's perceived as you're worshiping the sun or you're doing something contrary to what we believe to be the book is. Yes. I'm sorry, we may not have arrived. Yes. We may not know every damn thing, but in our spirit, we don't get a good feeling, Lord. Yes. We don't have to know everything to know. No, no. we no. We give you one warning. Yes. Sing one shot over the bow, and I think we're done. Yes. You get to make the choice and decision because we make it so plain. Amen. We cannot permit people to do things contrary to the way that Yah's leading us. Definitely true. Yes, absolutely. Does that make sense? That makes sense, yes. We can't do it. No. Next thing you know, everybody's going to be in here getting their freak on. Yes. On everything. And we can't say nothing about it. No. If we let one go. Yeah. Well, Pastor, we sorry that you ain't arrived good. So wait till I arrive then. But until then, yes. this, this law stands. Yes. Keep going. Then shall you bring forth that man or that woman which have committed that wicked thing unto your gates, even that man or that woman, and shall stone them with stones till they die. Now, the law is something, man. Mm. Huh? Everything's death. Mm -hmm. Keep going. At the mouth of two witnesses, or three witnesses, shall he that is worthy of death be put to death. But at the mouth of one witness, he shall not be put to death. Now, uh, we read all that to get to this one point right here. Read. The hands of the witnesses. The hands of who? The witnesses. Shall be what? Shall be first 
upon him to put him to death. In other words, if you see somebody wrought wickedness amongst us, don't give me all this stuff. He that covers a multitude of sins seeketh love. Don't start quoting stuff like that. When you're doing abominations, yes. you need to be like you need to be bringing that stuff up. Amen. When you do bring it up, and we come to a a, a determination in the end, yes. you need to be you're going to be making. I'm going to make sure that you're instrumental, since we can't put them to death today, that that you are right there in front of them where they can see you. To help get them out of here. Yes. You're going to help them move up out of here. Amen. We don't have no such thing as blind us to sin. Up, up, oh, oh, no, we not. No, no, we don't. Not here we don't. Oh. We're trying to keep the Holy Spirit That's ungrieved. Good. We're trying to keep the favor of Yah on us. Yes. Praise Yah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Read on. And afterward, the hands of all the people. So the people that witnesses... That were the witnesses. First. They put the hand on them first. They put the. They throw the first stone. Yes. And then afterwards, all the people. Yeah. And then look what the book says. So shall you put the evil away from among you. Okay. So in both cases, right here, you have different forms of worship. Mm -hmm. Put to death. Isn't that right? Yes. All right. So now we're going to Deuteronomy twenty-one. Verse 18 through 21. And this has to do with a rebellious son. You hear that? I mean. I wonder why I don't never tell the son to judge the father. But the father always judges the son. Yes. That's it's a, order. It's amazing, isn't it? Uh -huh. Come on. When a man... Has a wayward and rebellious son. When a man has a wayward and rebellious son, a wayward and rebellious son is someone that is not in the way. Someone that is not here, if you understand what I mean. See, sons, in case you didn't figure it out, when you have a, 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 a godly father that is following the most high and keeping his ways, you're supposed to be right there in a supportive role, mm. keeping his ways, keeping the most high y'all's ways. Not going out here doing your own thing. Nobody gives a damn if you pissed off or not. You better get with his law. Amen. Isn't that right? Isn't that right? That's right. That is right. Now, the word wayward, when it says, if a man has a wayward son, the word wayward is also the word stubborn. Yes. Stubborn. A stubborn and rebellious son. That means one that is backslidden, one that is a revolter, one that has withdrew themselves. Now, I'm, this is getting pretty definitive now. So it's like me. I got sons that withdrew themselves, wayward, stubborn, rebellious. Don't give a damn what they say. I'm telling you what the book says. Are you following me? Who is not listening to the voice of his father, read. Or the voice of his mother, and who, when they have disciplined him, does not listen to him. And he him. don't even listen. Know some of you call me dad? I keep going back to that, don't yes. you? Yes. Huh? Father, pass you like a dad to me, father. 
Elder Rufus, you like a father to me, Dad. Come on. Read on. Then his father and his mother shall take hold of him. And do what? And bring him out to the elders of his city. You know, right? See, America's giving y'all a, a delusion. A big delusion. See, in America, they have given such a strong delusion that you think you got all this liberty that you can just run around and gather brawl. Let me break. Can I make this plain? See, we are the ecclesia. We are the called out. Yes. We are the remnant. Amen. That we that, that God called us out and separated us from the heathens. Amen. When you read in the book, when the Most High God tells you, "Don't go and learn the way of the heathens. Don't go learn the way of the nations. Don't do like." The Amorites, the Moabites, the Jebusites, yes. the, the Hivites, the Prebusites, yes. are you following me? The Hittites. Don't, don't go do like none of these nations whom he's unpursed from. Yes. You need to start thinking like this. Don't do like the Tennesseans, the Kentuckians, the Texans, yeah. the Georgians, the Floridians. Yeah. Are you following me? Yes. You don't, you don't need to do like none of these people of these heathen states here in America. But you need to be separating yourself. Yes. Yes. Are we making it are we yes. making sense of it? True. You don't be you don't need to be soaking and immersing yourself with them. Amen. God said, come out of her, my people, come out from among them, be you separate. Yes. And he ain't changed his mind. Amen. And then he also said, and don't even touch the unclean thing. Yes. You don't have to touch their women. You don't have to touch their culture. You don't have to touch them, period. I mean. But see, we don't interpret like that today because we done so much have gone so so far away backwards that we can't even tell when we have set up here in this mismatch of hell. Yes. We done set up here and done, done soaked and immersed ourselves so much in it, yes. we can't tell if we're even different from them or not. I mean. They see the difference in us. We can't even see the difference from us and them. I mean, as the old statement goes, when all of y'all sheep are dirty, clay, dirty, gray, the whole world feel good. Yes. We are commanded and demanded by y'all to separate from the people of this world. I mean, we go in, do business with them, leave. Yes. We trade with them, yes. leave. Isn't that right? That's right. That Do a job, leave. Yes. I mean. We out. We're not going to hobnob. We're not going to fellowship. Don't the book says have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. Yes. I mean. I guess that's only for us righteous, right? See, that's why I keep telling you, you cannot be teetering with one foot in the world yes. and then another foot in y'all. You may be playing that game, but y'all ain't playing that game. Truth. We make sense now? Amen. So, in a tribal format right here, you you got a wayward or rebellious and stubborn son, we're supposed to take him straight to the elders of the city. Yeah, yeah bring him out. Yeah. And then, what does it say, teach? To the gate of his city. Come on. <clears throat> and shall say to the elders of this city. What do you say? This son of ours is 
wayward and rebellious. He's he, stubborn and rebellious. He is not listening to our voice. He is a glutton and a drunkard. Come on. Then all the men of this city shall stone him to death with stones. You hear that? And you shall purge the evil from your midst. Let all Israel hear and fear. Isn't that amazing? Now you understand how painful that is for a mother and a father. They know what's getting ready to take place. Yes. They about literally had it up to here in order to be, you know, it's better for our son to be dead mm -hmm. than for him to continue on in this way. Yes. They knew what the judgment was going to be. In my personal opinion, I got three of them out there, wayward, and they fit the description of this book. Yes. So we can't be stoning them now. So we separate. Get, get, no, just go on stay over there. Because if you come here, you're going to be obeying these law, statutes, and commandments. Yes. In these gates. Yes. Now, and, and I, that's our judgment in these gates. We're going to keep the law of y'all. Oh, yes. See, and when you're in America, they give you options to make you think that it's okay for you to despise the law of y'all and then come around and say, I love you, Dad. How in the hell are you going to love me when you can't love y'all? True. You can't. <laughs> That's real talk. Yeah, it's real. That is real. And that's why you don't need to ever, fathers, men, ever get the opinion of women on this like here because their damn heart is so damn evil in emotions. They can't even they can't even get with this. You don't ask them nothing. True. You stand up as the patriarch in the head and put your foot down. Yes. So it makes no difference if anyone does not accept our decisions and judgments. Our recourse is to put away all these people that transgressed his law. We're going to go to another one. Deuteronomy 17, verses 8 through 13. Amen. We we're already in Deuteronomy 17, 1 through 7. Then we're going to go through 8 through 13. We're going to talk about legal decisions. For the priests and the Shaphatines of the land. Yes. Read. If there arise a matter too hard for you in judgment, between blood and blood. Uh-huh. Between plea and plea. Come on. And between stroke and stroke. Mm-hmm. Being matters of controversy. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. You know, this is how illiterate American society is today. You'll get people that come in here. You can see that these people have no honor, no respect. It's obvious that we're in Shabbat service. If you if you just hear what I'm talking about. Yes. And they can't sit and listen to what's being said. Truth. But then they got all these foolish, stupid questions that come up. You understand what I mean? They won't do that in their churches. No, they? they won't do that in their churches. Won't do it at all. They won't stand up in the middle of service. Pastor, can I ask a question? Can I ask a question? I can but they, see what I mean? Yeah. They have no honor. Yes. No honor. So when my moderators boot you out for asking foolish and unlearned questions rather than listening, they're telling you we're in service. Yes. We're in Torah portion right now. You may not like it. You don't like it, leave. Yes. Won't trouble us one bit. I mean, we'll put you out. <laughs> Get out our gates. Yes. 
Does that make sense? That makes sense. I'm sorry you don't like this way, but we're very disciplined people over here. Yes. That's our aroma. Yeah. <laughs> Say it again, T. That's our aroma. And you wouldn't know what he's talking about if you weren't here earlier. Yes. Let's go on with back with it now. Back to the Torah. I mean. Being matters of controversy within your gates. Okay, so now if you got matters of controversy, where there's differing opinions mm -hmm. in your gates. Look what the Most High Yah says. Come on. Then <coughs> you arise and get you up into the place which Yahweh, your Elohim, shall choose. Verse 9. And you shall come unto the priest, the Levites, and unto the judge that shall be in those days and inquire. And they shall show you the sentence of judgment. Now, wait a minute. Are we supposed to go to our next door neighbor to show us the sentence no, of judgment? No, no. We ain't supposed to go amongst our peers and ask for the sinner no. of judgment. No. no you, you sure that? I'm sure. We ain't supposed to go to our friends with sinner no, of no, judgment. No, 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 no. Or our colleagues. That's not true. Or our acquaintances. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, you go to who? You keep it within your house. Within yeah, your you gates. go. You keep go it within the, the gates, but you go to the, the leaders priest, of the land. The priest Levites. Yes. Your priest. Are you following me? Mm hmm And unto the Shaphatines, or the judges. Mm -hmm. Which is having to be the elders of the land. Come on. And you shall do according to the sentence which they of that place which Yahweh shall choose shall show you. Come on. And you shall observe to do according to all that they inform you. We had a, we had an elder here by the name of Elder Spinning. Yes. We adjudicated a matter. He didn't like it, so he left. Fine with me. The book just got finished telling you, though, mm -hmm. you're supposed to do all according to what the elders of the land say. Yes, it is. That's, yep. We had a yeah. matter with Elder Donnie. We judged him. Yeah. Yes, and Elder did. Donnie did exactly yeah. everything we told him to the T. Yes. He accepted the medicine. Uh-huh. Humbled himself. Yes. yes See, two different responses. Uh-huh. That's like y'all today in America. Uh -huh. See, first of all, you ain't going to judge me. I'm sorry, but that's what the book says. Yes. And the book tells us that a righteous man loves judgment. Yes. And the book of man tells, the book tells me that if you're going to be entitled to a structure of assembly like this, you're going to be judged. Yes. Now, what it does tell you is just not lest you be judged. Judge. In other words, it ain't telling you to go with the stupid English translation yes. by don't judge. Because if you judge... The same message is going to be meet back to you again. Yes. That's what it's saying. Mm -hmm. It's not putting prohibitions on you and telling you can't judge. It's not putting limitations on you and telling you can't judge. True. Judge righteous judgment. <laughs> judge within yourself. Yes. Like, how many times we hear that? I mean. You do all kind of judging every day. You just don't like it when it's time for you to be judged. I mean. I told you, Pastor Dollar is wrong when I'm dealing with you. But I'm right when I'm dealing with everybody else. Elder Austin. Come on. He, 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 he didn't meet the conditions of this. He didn't. So his funk ass got judged. True. Excommunicado. He ain't coming back. He can't come back. True. You see what I mean? You think we playing games. Hypocritical mockers. Oh, man. He been marked. He got a grave evil in Israel. And against the most high Yah. Took advantage of his mercy. Think about that. Wickedness. Mm. 
And mind you, we're dropping elders' names. Some of you, I could be here till five o'clock this evening drop, dropping some of y'all names with all the crap been going on this dead season. Let's read verse 10 again, teach. And you shall do according to the sentence, which they of that place which Yah shall choose shall show you. And you shall observe to do all according to all that they inform you. Some. All. Cherry pick what they say. All. Y'all hear that? So we we get we gotta get to a point where we ever have to adjudicate a matter against you, we will tell you what you're gonna do. Don't do it and see what happens. I mean, Read on. According to the sentence of the law, which they shall teach you. Oh, you mean the judge is going to teach them? Because mm -hmm. they don't know it. All you know is your opinion. And wait, we're going to teach you the law. <coughs> Read on. And according to the judgments which they shall tell you, you shall do. You shall not decline from basically, the sentence. Ain't they, they, this book is basically telling you whatever the judges tell you to do, you better obey it. Because yeah. if you don't, it ain't going to go well with you. I mean. And let me tell some of you leaders, don't y'all be very apprehensive about bringing matters to Pastor Dow because you're afraid that my hand may be too heavy. You don't know what my hand's going to be. I know the law. You don't know what the hand of the elders going to be. The first thing we're always looking for is mercy depending on the, the situation. Mm -hmm. But even at that, there's still mercy and judgment. You should thank y'all that you're being judged. Amen. Come on. You shall not decline from the sentence which they shall show you to the right hand nor to the left. Alright. We said all of that to get to verse 12. And the man... That will do presumptuously. Hold on, wait a minute. And the man that will do presumptuously. Um, the man that is arrogant. Uh, prideful. You know, presumptuous. Uh, a man that is an insolent bastard. That's what, that's what presumptuous is. A man that won't listen to nothing. And, and, and it says, a man that will do presumptuously, and, and what else does he teach? And will not hear, and will not hearken unto the priest that stands to minister before Yahweh, your Elohim. Isn't that amazing? Come on. Or unto the judge, even that man shall die. So when you have an insolent bastard, I don't care how young or old they are, in front of you, if they don't listen to the priest, the man that stand to minister before Yahweh the Elohim and the Shaphatines or the judges of the land, and he's arrogant, put his ass to death. So since we can't kill everybody today, get rid of them. Put away. Yep. Get, get rid of them. And when you do that, you'll be fulfilling the righteousness of the law, which says what? You shall put away the evil from Israel. And you'll be putting away the evil from Israel. Isn't that beautiful? Is that not beautiful? Mm -hmm. So whenever you 
or doing the righteous of the law, it's righteous to put away a transgressor. Yes, it is. It is. Yes, you better make sure you ain't got no soul ties to them. Yes. True. It's, it's crazy because how many times every time we put have to put somebody out that has family members here, the whole damn family goes. Yes, it's, yeah, it's true. It, yeah. The whole damn family goes. Yeah. It's sad. I thought you was in the family of Yah. I thought you was born again. I mean, that's like today saying... That when y'all killed Corin Dathan and Abiram, and, and you're and you're of everything that appertained to them, mm. that you're gonna go volunteer and go jump in the pit too. See, we don't ever put this stuff together, man. That's just real. We don't ever put this stuff together. I mean, so if y'all turn around and and does an old thing and open up this earth and swallow up your transgressing family member, you gonna volunteer to go jump in the hole and get a one way ticket to the pit? This is how dullards and brutish we are as people. See, they don't they don't ever put the, they don't ever correlate this. They don't ever understand the gravity of what they're doing. I mean. You should walk extremely carefully for your soul's sake. Around your elders and leaders. Because they're the one that's watching for your soul because you don't know how to do it. Amen. You think you do. Especially when you get off in your emotions, it's over with. It's done. You become very argumentative. Yes. Very brutish and foolish. You lose all reason. Lost the Holy Spirit. Doesn't grieve me. Gone. In comes the devil. You'll say any damn thing. Mm -hmm. And we're supposed to tolerate that. I'll tell you right now, it's a very dangerous thing to cross me. It really is. Because I don't function like, like these people do out here in this world. It's an extremely dangerous thing to, to cross me. And I'm saying that with all humility. Yes, very much. Extreme humility yes. based on the favor that the Most High Yah has given me. Yes. All praises to the Most High Yah. All praises to the Most High Yah. Verse 13. And all the people shall hear and fear, and do no more presumptuous. Why? Because when you put people out, you put them away. Back then, you killed people, you put away all the evil from Israel. Mm -hmm. That means nobody would get no ideas to buck up, to rise up and make mouths and speak arrogantly at. Conscious boy. Mm. <laughs> Deuteronomy twenty-two thirteen. We still here. Everybody all right? Uh -huh. Everybody all right? Deuteronomy 22. Verse 13. When any man takes a wife. Hey, we're going to read this whole chapter right here. From Deuteronomy 22, 13. And now we're going to deal with laws concerning sexual immorality. Read on. When a man takes a wife. When a man takes a wife. And shall go into her. Uh-huh. And shall hate her. And do what with her? Hate her. Hate her. Now, for all you, you young, burning, ignorant people out there. That don't seem to comprehend and understand what the hell's going on. We're gonna give you a, a one-way understanding here today. Cause anytime you go into a virgin, that father hasn't said anything yet, at that point she's still your wife. Come on with it. And shall make a 
abusive charges against her. Okay. And bring an evil name on her and say. What do you say? I took this woman in and, and when I came to her, I, I did not find her a maiden. So, in other words, you, you're trying to you're trying to put a blot on her name in Israel. Mm -hmm. You're trying to uh, say that she's not like like she presented herself to be. She wasn't pure. Yes. Are you following? Is that right? That's right. Because you got to understand, at this time, this man has given a lot of money to marry this woman. Mm -hmm. And he expecting someone sexually pure. Yes. No man don't wanna. If you want, you 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 think you're getting a virgin, you deserve that virgin. Yes. You don't want to sit up there, and 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 try to go into a woman and some man already done blew her back out. A sole purpose of for getting a virgin is so that she can fit you. Yes. Well, if you get up and some damn man dingo done went in there, you can't even have no pleasure in sex because a hole so damn big. Yeah. Done, done used it all up and done blew it all out and every damn thing else. And, and all you doing is, is filling skin and air. The sole purpose of a virgin is to be fitted for you. Yes. In case you people don't get it, we'll make it common for you. So that man could have came in there, maybe the tokens wasn't there, or maybe he went in there and just like he was falling into a damn ocean. Yes. Come on. We're not saying this is true. I'm just saying that's 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 what men they don't want he, he if he's paying for a wife, paying for a virgin, that's what he expects. Yes. But if he's a slanderous fool, then try to bring an evil name up on him because you know how wicked people are. He want to go hit it, but then he want to get the bride price back. Mm -hmm. Come on. Then the father and mother of the young woman shall take and bring out the proof of the girl's maidenhood. All right, so then guess what? If the father and mother turn around and bring out the proof of the maidenhood, my, when I married my daughter, the first thing that Elder did was turn around and bought proof of the maidenhood. First thing he did. Huh? Come on. Bring out the proof of the girl's maidenhood to the elders of the city. To the elders of the city. All right, here it is right here. And mind you, the elders are uh, discerning enough to know the difference between goat blood, sheep blood, bull blood, and anything else blood. It ain't human blood. Come on. At the gate. And the girl's father shall say to the elders, I gave my daughter to this man as wife, and he hates her. And see, he he has made abusive charges against her, saying, I did not find your your daughter a maiden. Now, see, that's very abusive. When you're getting you're marrying this woman, and the father's telling you she's a virgin, she's telling you she's a virgin, and she was a virgin, but you bring abusive charges by saying she wasn't pure at all. And they're setting up here with the tokens of her virginity, which you have already taken. You see, we got to come out of all these fairy tales. This generation needs real talk. Because you can't, 
you can't leave room for in your windows. You got to be clear today because people, they interpret stuff different ways. Yes. Based on environment and the way you've been up, reared and brought up. Mm-hmm. But we're bringing you up in this word. Come on. And yet these are the proofs of my daughter's maidenhood. All right, so right now it ain't looking good for this man that's done living these charges mm-hmm. against this young woman. So mm-hmm. the elders got to do something. Read on. And they shall spread the garment before the elders of the city. So they're going to spread the garment before the elders of the city? Mm-hmm. Come on. And the elders of that city shall take that man and punish him. Now, wait, 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 wait. Wait, 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 wait. See, some of y'all, what we should have done is when you violate it and you put an evil name on this daughter of Zion, you take it unworthy. Mm-hmm. We should have bought you up here to the gates up here and we should have beat your ass. That's what we should have done. Yes. That's part of our culture. But since we're in captivity, yes. we got other ways to deal with you. Since we're in slavery to the American, the, the, uh, the Gentile Americans, we got other ways we can adjudicate these matters. Come on. And find him 100 pieces of silver. And find him 100 pieces of silver. Mm-hmm. And give them to the father of the young woman. And you give it to the father of the young woman. Now mind you, um, when a man takes a wife and she'll go into her and he hate her. So not only have you already done paid the bride price, are you following me? Now you're paying an additional charge. Mm-hmm. For bringing a slander upon this woman. Mm-hmm. This is in addition. And see a lot of times you men today. You want to go ahead and take virgins. Because you broke as hell. Because you ain't shit. You don't even know how to honor a young woman in Israel. Mm-hmm. And then you young dumb stupid women. You listen to somebody that will give you any type of attention. Off and running you go. And then you turn around. And you, you bring evil upon your father's name. And his house by playing the whore. Yes. In your father's house. See, this stuff is not critical to us today because, again, the whole entire world has relaxed y'all's laws. Yes. They don't give a damn about it. Remember, because they keep telling y'all, we're not under that law. They still can't produce one scripture that ever says that, but they, it's a cliche that's been said over and over, and over again. Yes. Still can't find one scripture. No There's regurgitating lies. Yes. And so when you say you ain't on the law, does that give you freedom and liberty to go out here and just do whatever the hell you want? Yes. But guess what? We're going to be judged by the things that are written in this book. Yes. And the most high, y'all said in Psalms 89 that he's not going to alter and change anything that's going on his lips. So whether you get it, understand it, comprehend it or not, totally irrelevant. But if you're Israel, we're here. You're Christians, you're going to hell. Yes. There ain't no two ways about it. Read on. Because he has brought an evil name on a maiden of Israel, and she is to be his wife. Hear that? He is not allowed to put her away all his days. Now, you went into her. You didn't like what you got. Yes, she was a virgin. Now, you can't put her away at all. Plus, you done paid a bride price and a charge. Yes. And you got a wicked name in Israel, and your ass been beat. Boy, things ain't looking good for you, isn't it? Mm. 
Read on. But if the matter is true <clears throat> that the girl was not found a maiden, <clears throat> that was one side. Now we go to part. If it is true, and the, the, the woman was not found to be a maiden, read. Then they shall bring out the girl to the door of her father's house. Ooh Let's see what happens. See, we got the flip side now. Come on. And the men of her city shall stone her to death with stones. Well, at least she ain't burned with fire. But you finna get stoned. See how much emphasis y'all put on purity? You women, some of you women out here, um, done been so used by this wicked ass society. Whole phases. Yes. In our culture, a woman is supposed to only be for that one man. One man, yes. And you're supposed to obey him. You're supposed to submit. You're supposed to be agreeable. I mean. You hear that? Most of you don't even know I'll be a woman today. You may, you may have the silhouette of a woman, but you ain't got the mind of an Israelite woman. Still worldly. Still cardinal. I mean. Yes. And here's a woman that if it be true, she'd set up and lied about her virginity. She probably done had her back blew out by Tony next door. Pookie or Ray Ray. Yep. Tyrone. And then she wants to sit up there and sport like, I'm a virgin. Can you imagine this man going into her and he automatically knows this woman ain't a virgin? So shit like it happened to me, man. I would have went in. I would have got up right then and there. Yes. I ain't going to sit there and finish the job. I'm going to get up. Yes. That's what I would have done. I don't know about anybody else. Somebody else said, well, I'd have finished it, but now I'll talk about it later. Not me. Not me. But y'all see what I'm saying? And you got these wicked-ass Christians out here and these wicked-ass self-righteous people who think that they know the word of God. They don't know nothing about the law. They don't know nothing about Yah at all. They've a, they're afraid to tell you Yah's ways. They're scared to death to tell you y'all's way because they hold your feelings in higher regard than they do y'all's word. Read on. Because she has done wickedness in Israel to whore in her father's house. She did what? To whore. She whored in her father's house. Henceforth, the reason why myself and Elder Rufus did a broadcast talking about all this other extracurricular activity everybody be doing. All this kissing and sucking and licking and carrying on and stuff and every damn thing else. Boy, you be, I'm telling you, you, you go out and you touch a woman like that, man, she ain't pure no more. Her, her character and nature changes. I'm serious. Kissing and sucking and licking and busting nuts all over the damn place and stuff. Man, what's, see, that's, I, I keep trying to tell y'all. You bet. You should be working on purging out all this wicked Gentile American wicked ass ways in front of you that Satan has done placed on you. You should get motivated about the love of Yah. Come on. Thus, you shall purge the evil from your midst. See, in this case, she lied. She gets stuck. <coughs> 
She lies, she gets stoned. Read on. When a man is found lying with a woman married to a husband, <coughs> then both of them shall die. Both the man that lay with the woman. So if a woman is married, and you're going to commit adultery with her, the law says death. Because the commandment says you should not commit adultery. Amen. See, let's break it down and make it simple. If you're a man and you go and lay with another man's wife that is married, you are trespassing on his property. Yes. True. Very true. Y'all hear that? Amen. We're not talking about a widow or a divorcee or someone who's been abandoned. When you commit adultery with another man's wife, you have trespassed on another man's property. Yes. That's why the law calls it for death. You're breaking covenant too. Why do y'all think that it's important for us to have the blood of Jesus on us? In case y'all hadn't figured it out, this whole salvation thing has to do with spiritual sex. The Holy Spirit and the anointing that he, he gives us is better than any orgasm you can ever have. The blood is a sign of the covenant. Yes. That we've been covered. Yes. Wake the hell up and stop being so damn foolish and cardinal. Amen. Grow up and quit you like men. Yes. Get serious about something for once in your life. Come on. Both the man that lay with the woman and the woman. Thus you will purge the evil from Israel. You kill them both. And what do you do when you do this? You purge the evil from what? From Israel. Come on. When a girl who is a maiden is engaged to a husband and a man finds her in the city and lays with her, then you shall bring them both out to the gate of that city and shall stone them to death with stones. So here's a woman that is betrothed to a man and yet she goes lays with another man that is not her betrothed. See, you already promised to somebody else. That's like us. We are promised already to the Most High Yah. I mean. The Holy Spirit is escrow. It's, it's an earnest down payment. Yes. Hallelujah. That's what the Ruach is for us. We already promised to the Father, but your ass whoring around with all this damn sin, whoring around with the devil and all this iniquity and transgression and stuff, you commit a trespass. Uh -huh. See, that's what I'm saying. If you really don't truly understand and comprehend this law right here, it means nothing to you if you break it. Yes. Because your damn mind ain't communicating with it. The Spirit ain't telling you nothing because you ain't sold nothing in it. And even if you don't know it, sit your ass down and listen to the preachers. Yes. So you can see the gravity of your condition. I mean, I mean. You ain't gonna get no damn T.D. Jakes and no 
Joe Osteen and Clef Bone Dollar no. that's going to break it down like this? No. They leading you to the slaughter. Yeah, they got their hand in your pocket. Mm-hmm. Truth. And I speak to them that know the law. Yes. See, we're promised to the Father. Yes, we are. That's why he gave us the Holy Spirit. Yes. An earnest down payment. Mm -hmm. And you're going to go prostitute around with people like Bell Key. And all these other stupid ass people that's teaching all these foreign gods. Yeah. Other ways of worship intruding into matters and things that you ought not. Vainly puffed up in the spirit of your mind. Yeah. Reach that seal. Mm. Besides giving you. Mm. Oh, boy. That's right. And some of you who thought that you knew what this law says, you don't know what it says. Shut up. You ain't even in my league. Nowhere near it. There's a difference when you live this rather than just talking about it. Yes. I mean. That's why, that's why our dynamic goes farther. That's yes. why our entrance into you is greater than anybody else's. Yes. Come on, teach, read. Shall stone them to death with stones, the girl, because she did not cry out. No, she didn't cry out because she was too busy having fun. Oh, yeah. She getting her back blown out. Come on. And the man, because he has humbled his neighbor's wife. So a betrothed is also considered as your old wife because she's already what? Promised to another man. Mm -hmm. And so you get deaf too, just like the adulterer. Come on. Thus you shall purge the evil from your midst. See, so since we can't kill you, we just got to get rid of you. Y'all, I guess y'all to thank the Romans for that. <laughs> thank the Americans, the Gentiles. Thank the colonizers for that. Because mm. if we was in our land, yo, I'm telling you, man, we'd have one hell of a graveyard. One hell of a graveyard. Come on. But if a man finds the girl who is engaged in the field and the man takes hold of her and lies with her, then only the man who lay with her shall die. You hear that? So if a man finds a girl in the field, overpowers her, rapes her. And then the woman reports it or somebody finds out about it then only that man can die because that woman didn't ask to be violated. She didn't ask to be raped. Come on. But you shall do no matter to the girl. The girl has no sin worthy of death. For the matter is like a man who rises against his neighbor and murders him, a being. For he found her in the field. And she cried out. She cried out. That was the, that's the part right there. Because mm -hmm. she was resisting this whole time, yet she's stronger than his man overpowering. Come on. The engaged girl. And but without was, anyone to save her. Nobody was there to save her. I mean. And he slayed it for death. I don't see too many women in this generation crying out as somebody giving them some. Mm -hmm. huh? They welcoming it. 
Come on. When a man finds a girl who is a maiden who is not engaged, and he seizes her and lies with her, and they are found out, then the man who lay with her shall give to the girl's father 50 pieces of silver. Hold on. Hold on. So, how many of you men are still lying with women that ain't even you ain't, ain't even engaged to? You're not even betrothed to. You're out there having all this free liberty sex. Look what the Bible says. And you seizes her, lies with her, and then you're found out. Then the man who lay with her shall give the girl's father 50 pieces of silver. 50 pieces of silver. So I'm going to ask all you men something. How many of y'all being honorable and going to these fathers and giving 50 pieces of silver for every single time you have sex with his daughter? See, but no, but you do love dishonoring that man, whether he knows the law or not. You love dishonoring him, though, don't you? In other words, pussy cost you in Israel. But see, you don't know the law. You just out there just having your little free liberty. That's what you're doing. Living like a so-called Israelite, but being a Gentile. Ain't this real talk? Real. And then look what it says. So, you just lay with her, and you just had your little sex, and that's it? You paid the man, and that's it? Is that what it's saying? No, it goes a little bit farther. Watch this. And she is to be his wife. Damn. So a lot of y'all would be curing a lot of wives then in Israel, then, wouldn't you? Now, what if you go out there and you home with these dang women and you laying with all these women and stuff right here? And this don't even give her status, virgin, or not. You follow me? And you got to pay this money, and then this woman automatically comes your wife. So sex actually equals somebody being your wife. <laughs> How many wives do some of you men already have then? Uh-oh. I mean, Read on. She is to be his wife because he has humbled her. He is not allowed to put her away all his days. There it is again. There's another case where you can't put him away. Read on. A man does not take his father's wife nor uncover his father's skirt. Ah. I think we done... You know, and if you want to know more about sexual laws in, in Israel, read Leviticus 18. I think we done did a good job of covering this. Right there, yeah. Good job. I do. I think it's been a, a good Shabbat. Yes. I know that many of you are ignorant of Yah's laws. I ain't. And I hope that you learned something and y'all would take being pure 
daughters of Zion more serious. Even if you were someone out there in the world hoard out all over the damn place and stuff. When you come in, you get born again. Hope that you would take yourself, you know, hope you would take yourself a little bit more serious and have some respect. Yes. At least for Yah, if you call him your father. And you don't have an earthly one that's in this way, at least have respect for Yah the Father. Yes. And if you got a man that's willing to bring you into his house, I uh, hint, hint, uh, homestead or community, hopefully you would have respect for that father. Yes. And not dishonor his home. I mean. Because, woman, you are the gateway. You are. You can stop a man at any time. Now, if they go past, they go past what this law just got finished saying, all you got to do is make it known to us. Yeah, cry out. See, righteousness exalts a nation, and sin is a reproach to any people. I'm telling y'all, don't tell me how much you love Jesus. Don't tell me how much you love Yahweh. You love the Father, love, love the Messiah, and yet you ain't got no control over your damn sexuality. Some of y'all... Y'all come to the wrong place. Y'all been better off with Christianity because you're still going to go to hell. But over here, straightway, that's the reason why it's called straightway. You need to look up the definition of this word the way it's spelled. It has a unique definition. We serious about this. Because we're trying to remove curses. Bring this cow here for a second if he's up. How we do, teacher? Very well. Very good. We try to keep our young daughters that are becoming women yes. pure. For, for men that are being made righteous. Yes. And all our righteousness is of him. Now, if it's Kai asleep, don't bring him. But if he ain't, bring him. There he is. Let's just say, let's just say that you got children. Like, like, look at this little dude right here. All right? You're a man. This is my son, right? Everything that I do in life, be it good or evil, he's going to reap it. Yes. Very much so. Did you hear what I said? Everything I do in life, be it good or evil, he's going to reap it. Even if he don't know it, there are spirits Waiting to introduce things into his mind that his father did and never did repent for. Mm -hmm. We learned that with Abraham and Isaac, oh, didn't we? Yes. So you, if you're doing things dirty, running dirty, flying under the radar and stuff, you think that you're getting by. You ain't getting by. No. You're just bringing curses up on your children. Yes. And your children's children. Don't that sound just like the commandment? Mm -hmm. Thank you, wise and young. I just have to love my son. Love him enough to make sure that the angel of Yah is encamped around about him that fear him. Yes. I don't want him to go through this thing, same shit show in life. Amen. I don't want him to have to go through all these different challenges. I want him to have a love for Yah's law like I do. Uh-huh. Yes. We here? I want him to know how lovely are the courts of Yah. Yes.
teach him how his flesh and his soul should cry out to you almost high. But he can only get that through this example right here. Yes. I want him to have to be able to raise a righteous family and keep the blessings of y'all upon him. Yes. I want to be righteous. Amen. But he can't do that if we turn around and, and sporting ourselves and soaking and immersing ourselves in damn iniquity. Amen. Let's guy stop putting the air, man. Why you wanna look like that? Look, you on live, man. You put look look here. Look. So instead of just thinking about you, yourself, and your get on, mm -hmm. think about something greater than you. Think about something higher than you. Think about a purpose that's greater than you. And someone is higher than you. Stop being self-centered, self-focused, and self-absorbed. You love y'all, live like it. Then you don't have to worry about looking over your shoulder. Looking behind your back. When he sets your feet in open places, you can walk in the glory of y'all. Because he put our feet in open places. Definitely. Sometimes you need to sit and take a good long look at these children that you say you love and see if you really truly love them. Love them enough to stop sinning and stop committing iniquity transgressions. Amen. We was able to see a flaw in Abraham yes. that went straight to Isaac. And the book's got more. Yes. No. How you gonna train up a child and you still a child? This thing is extremely serious because what I do, his soul is on the line. It's like a lot of these foolish, clamorous ass American women today who are ripping Hebrew men away from their children because of the power of the system of this pagan world yes, true. and sending their children on a one-way ticket to a living, burning hell. Yeah, we talk about hell over here because Messiah talked a lot about hell. Yes, definitely. Now, you're going to have hell to pay. You better believe that. No, you don't have to fear, y'all. I mean, the devil's subject get into you, but you're still going to go to hell. What are you talking about? You you preaching? Hmm? Are you preaching? So when I see this little dude, I know I love him. Because I learned how to love the father. Okay, here, you go back to mom, okay? See you later. Shalom. Shalom. Tell the people shalom. No? They don't get no shalom? Okay. <laughs> I hope that each and every last one of you been reproved and rebuked, inspired, yes. and encouraged 
and lifted up by today's word. I hope that the convicting power of the Holy Spirit is rested in your heart yes. and souls. That's my prayer. I want you all to enjoy your Shabbat. We're going to enjoy ours because all we're going to do is put wood in the fire and eat. I love each and every last one of you. Y'all pray for me tomorrow while me and Mother Carol head out to Colorado to do this wedding for Brother Luke. I want y'all to be encouraged. I bless you all. And the sweet presence is strong and victorious and mighty overcoming. They are soon coming king. Most high of y'all. We thank you for everything that we've heard here today. We thank you for these words of truth. We thank you for your, the righteousness of your law. We pray that these sins sink deep down in our heart. It will bring about a performance in Israel. Someone or people that you will be joyous in coming back for. We thank you for all things. In the magnificent name of Yahshua. Jesus the Christ. Hallelujah. Shalabbat Shalom Israel. King is coming. I love you all dearly. Glory to the King.